Welcome to the One Life One Chance podcast. I'm your host, Toby Morris. <laughs> and today I have a very special guest. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, Taryn Manning. Oh. I said it correctly, right? You did, uh, Taryn Manning. Thank you for being here. Um, also, <laughs> my co-host, hype man, um, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Derek Green, ladies and gentlemen, is here. What's up? Okay, But did they know here. who he is? Yeah. Is the real Derek Separatory. <laughs> <laughs> They, they know who you are. Um, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's the first time meeting you in real life. It is. Um, I appreciate you coming here. Nice to meet you too as well. Um, shit, I have so many notes, but like, I almost feel like we almost could freestyle this one because wow. there's so many things to talk about. Oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> Her music, just, it's just everything. It's are you so, going to rap for us? Freestyle? No, I can't rap. You, can you rap? <laughs> no. I wish I could rap. Me too. You know, that that's one thing. I love hip hop so much that I would never disrespect it and try to rhyme oh come on especially at 50 years old everyone's yeah, doing it you're 50 yeah I'm, I, I, I can't start rhyming at 50 years old it's everyone's doing no but i i have, to, I, go, I have too much go, respect go go but i you know what i'm gonna do okay so listen so usually i have a format it's like you know we go back and forth like then now and everything but she has such good energy and i just i just feel like we just talk about we can start throwing. I'll just start throwing things out. We'll talk about. It. What do you, you think about always, that? Right. You can always. I've never edit done this before. Right. You can always edit it around. Yeah, totally. That's, that's true, true too. But you, but uh, but you were born out. in Falls Church, Virginia. I was. Falls Church. Oh, Virginia. Um, have you been in Falls Church, Virginia? I've never been in Falls Church, Virginia. But I've Easy. Been Virginia it's close to Washington D.C. It's not it that hick. <laughs> it is. It is. And D.C.'s dope too. I am a Redskins fan. Wow. No longer the Redskins. What are they called now? I believe they're just called. Washington. Okay, I think they changed it. Oh, okay. Because um, <laughs> they'd be indigenous. And we talked about that too. <laughs> I was it was it was it was it like growing up in Virginia back then? Um, I grew up there and then um, I left rather quickly and we moved to Arizona. Tucson, Arizona. That's right, Tucson, Arizona. yeah. That's right. Oh, do they have I, a I, southern I, accent no, too? Everybody talks like they that. have a southern accent when you go in different parts of America. But not what do they sound like Arizona. from New York? New York, it's a different accent there. Hey, can you add some coffee here on the set? All right. I guess. All right. So you're going like a really low octave and just I handle it. Mean, <laughs> so it just does that um, <laughs> and, and you have siblings? You just have a brother? I have a brother. Yes, got, I do. Um, Younger or older? He's older. Okay. Right. Yep. And moving to Arizona is like a culture shock? Moving from there to I was there, very young. Yeah. My mom left my dad in the middle of the night. That's a whole other wow. horse of another color. Um, but yeah, we escaped my father in the night. Mm. But it turns out that, you know, it takes two to tango. Of course. Meaning, you know, there's two sides to that of story. Of course, of course. Right, right. So and yeah, so we moved to Arizona because my, my mom's mom was there. And um, I grew up in Tucson, but I visited my dad every summer. And then we moved to uh, California when I was 12. And that's when my life really began. Yeah, so would that be high school or no? Junior high. Junior high. Yep. So yeah, that must be totally different going from Virginia Especially to Arizona to California. Big oh yeah. Change. That was Culture shock kind of vibe thing. No, that was just exciting because okay. it was so hot in Arizona and then we moved right by the beach starting seventh grade. Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. How were you in school? Did you like school? I joined soccer right away, like right away so I could make automatic friends. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 were you good so, at soccer though mm -hmm. i played soccer like my whole childhood and nice. junior that's high that's awesome yeah so we started there and then high school was cool i mean um i mean junior high was cool and then the real culture shock is when i switched uh high school in 11th grade oh my and i switched yep 
So where'd you go was, from there? So I was accepted into Orange County High School of the Arts, nice. OSHA. So I went from... Is that like a fame school? Kind of. Cool. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was, you know, 11th grade, like... You know, people already established juniors and seniors. Yeah. Who who was I just to cruise on up in there? Were you nervous? Was that scary? I was, I was nervous. Yeah, I would be too a transition, especially that yeah. grade. Yeah, that yeah, was tough. Did you miss your friends from your? Yeah, I drove down to San Diego every weekend, but then yeah. I got a boyfriend, and everything yeah. and changed. changed forever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Orange County is such a different <laughs> world, man. We'll see. It's I, I didn't know that until I moved so to California. Is. It's so it different. Really is. I just know it from the TV show. Before moving here. Oh, see? So. <laughs> so hang on a second. You watched that shit before he moved Man, here? I didn't know anything about Kim. Oh, my God. Okay, so okay. Like, 90210. That was some different. That I mean, was the shit. Do, like, the Peach Pit. The Peach Pit. That's right. I didn't know anything about OC. And Melrose Place. So I, wa I watched that shit. So different from LA, though, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, and how, and They seem so happy and free there. I know. Whereas we're <laughs> prisoners. How were how, 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 how you in school, though? Did you like school? Um, I wasn't all that great in school because I was so focused on, um, I started d t ballet at noon and then went till eight at night. So I just had to get through my four academics. Yeah. It's cheated my way through those. Looked at the scantrons next to me, like <laughs> the scantrons. <laughs> Did you I do, just aged myself. Were you doing karate too? That was when I was younger. Okay. Okay. Wow. Then I got, yeah, I was a sore loser. Okay. I got second <laughs> place. I got first two years in a row and then I got second and I quit. Mm. That's terrible. <laughs> that was out that's a huge like very pinnacle moment in my life though mm. i realized you still think about it's that it's okay to be second yeah it's okay fuck yeah you know yeah um but man there's nothing like first <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> we, we, when we first kind of exposed to music because you're you're, an, you're a musician as well besides yes. do we say actor or a actress do they change Act that? I think, right? I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. Is it male man? Is it male lady? Okay. Uh, so it's actor, actor? Actor. Actor. Okay, okay. I guess I'm an actor. So what was your first exposure to like music and acting? Was it on the same time or? So my father was a musician. Sick. And so music was right from the jump, straight out of the, the womb. A singer or player? He was a musician. He was a singer. He Everything. played Everything. drums and uh, organ. Um, he was a badass. Wow. Yes. So he, he was your inspiration. Was. My brother and my dad. Okay. And do you remember like the first kind of music you heard you got into? So yeah, my dad was a soul singer. Like, awesome. Yeah, he listened to, I mean, all Motown. And then like, as far as like, the widest he went was like Janis Joplin and the Rolling Stones. I mean, he loved, actually he loved George Michael. Nice. Very much. I love George Michael Great too. Choice. Right? Yeah. So my dad was awesome. He, he ended up taking his own life because he was a sad soul. Wow. That's what happens when you, How when you rule. How um, 48. Wow, man, that's that's heavy. Good old pops, only ten percent body fat too. By by the way, who, who? a beast? My dad. Oh wow! Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> <laughs> I, just don't, I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. So he was like a great and great. Not shape. sure he was thinking. Wow. So how old were you when he passed? Then fourteen. 14. That must have been hard, man. It was. It was confusing. Mm -hmm. But you know. Did you have anyone to? talk to about um it's funny you should ask that my mom is the one that relayed the news and they weren't together anymore right. but she took a nice which i would find out later a nice three days to register it before she told mm. me and kellen that's okay everybody processes things different yeah but i think that because it, it was so shocking and so weird there wasn't really like and a shoulder to lean on. It's funny because a lot of times tragedy in families can actually like tear families apart. Yeah. Rather than bring them together. 
So 100%. I just went off on my own program and, you know, like yeah. I feel like when you go through such traumatic loss, you either go down like the bad path, like, or you become like an overachiever. 100%. And I became the latter. You did? Annoying overachiever. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the first ex- experience in your life of somebody very close to you passing away. Yes. Has to be, man. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my um. Besides my first cat. Mm. What was that cat Sugar. Sugar. <laughs> my uh, my dad died when I was three, and so my mom. We have three brother, two brothers. So my mom didn't let us go to the funeral. Didn't let us say goodbye. Like my dad left, he never came back, so we had no closure. So I think me and my brothers get, are completely fucked. We need we need therapy. My whole family needs. We never got it. This has been th- very therapeutic to sing about it and talk about it on the podcast, but like. Yeah, so I never had closure with that. You know what I mean? Like I never saw my dad again after that. So that's heavy. Yeah, and it was kind of. But like, you remember at three years old? I just I remember the I remember the day he fell on the bed like with chest pains. They took him to the hospital. I was on the bed with him, my aunts, wow. and then he never came back. It's that's fucked. And I, I have serious problems. I'm serious. Sorry. I'm getting emotional. I'm seriously like dad issues from that. If I watch it with my son, I'm like the most emotional dad. And my, and my son's like, I can't hang out with you. you get crying during these movies and shit. <laughs> but but I feel like it fucking ruined <laughs> you me. Get I, crying. I mean, all three of my brothers. All three of us are all dads. You only all, have brothers? Two brothers, yeah. Three boys. My mom raised all by herself. That's cool. And um, my mom worked like three jobs. She's mm-hmm. a badass. And um, nice. we're super, we're super emo dads. We're super emo. Your dad was emo? No, we're emo. We're, emo? Su- we're emo. Are you because close we with lost your brothers? Our dad. Yeah, we both are. All, all my brothers, that. yeah. And my dad died at 33 of some rare heart condition. It's a beautiful age. Yeah, it's a fucking wow. It's such a young age. It was though. a rare heart condition. Mm-hmm. So, at, at, like, when my brother Tracy turned that age, we're like, oh my god, is he gonna die? I'm not trying to be funny. We're like, oh shit. And then my other brother turned 33. Like, oh my god, he made it. Oh no. And we all been tested for this shit. Like, we have really good hearts. It? We're like all vegan brothers, and that's some rare shit. The I don't vegan know brothers. Yeah. So we're it. all pretty healthy family. And well, one we, day we gotta get that closure. Yeah, I, I do need that. I definitely. I always try to say, oh, my music helps. Oh, talking about it helps. But my wife's like, yo, he needs some fucking therapy. She told me that recently. Too. I guarantee you, if if he could tell you from above, yeah, I'm good. Can yeah. you go ahead and go be good now? Yeah. This is real. It's totally real. Have you had therapy before? I've had some therapy. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like it's so weird about like talking healthy. to a stranger or something. I don't know. Maybe yeah, that's but that's good. the perfect person to yeah, talk to. Exactly. When you can just let it out. Yeah. Overthinking. But I can't imagine being her age unless you pops and then you had 14 years with him, right? And then yeah. he's gone. That's you know what I'm saying. Like that's. I mean, death of somebody that you're close to in the family it's, it can be super traumatic. I mean, I know. It's yeah. Definitely from. And experience. I and, and I could have took the path like she's. I could have went like drinking and smoking and hanging a bunch of girls like my brothers did. I love you guys. I'm not dissing my brothers, but <laughs> and I went the straight edge route where I never tried no drugs, no alcohol, and been straight edge my whole life. You know what I'm saying? I did huh? this total punk rock skateboarding route. But I could have just did that too. And like, oh, my dad, I lost it, my mom. And I didn't do that. And like, you did, you did the same thing. You went your fucking, your path, right? You're just exploding with. I know, you got me emotional. Like, this is. Let's this give is, a bunch of drugs and alcohol and let's get some closure. I okay. know. <laughs> and my mom was just on my podcast. No. And my mom was like, why don't you ever smoke weed? You should have smoked weed, Tommy. Loosen up. My mom you? said that. You should have tried pot at least. You fucking. <laughs> you could fucking relax. My mom's like that's super Boston. Tabby, she fucking calls me the wrong names of my brothers. Anyway, oh, that's back- my mom too. Taryn, mom. I'm like, mom, you're my... Yeah, she I goes know. through the whole gamut um, and lands at me finally. Like 20 seconds later, I'm like, yep, here I am. Um, <laughs> all right, so that happens to you. Then you don't go on some crazy wild path of life, do you? You don't like start partying, rebelling, and all that shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I definitely had you know, my fun. And what's 
what I noticed too is that I didn't really start to grieve honestly until I was like in my late twenties mm. when I was like, who am I? What makes me who, you know, and you just yeah. start to like, you know, you look at your mom and your dad and you're like, hold on. Cause you know, you're only really fed one side when your parents are divorced. You know, I only heard my dad's side when I was with him, my mom's side when I was with her. And as I got older, I just started to see like, oh, you're just a human mom. You know what I mean? You just yeah. start seeing these things. And so I started just, uh, you know, it's so crazy to I'll tell you this. Um, so I just started really kind of healing way later down the road. Yeah. Way later. But recently, I swear, all my dad's like girlfriends, he was quite a quite the ladies man. <laughs> they've all separately been like hitting me up on Instagram yeah. and just like, hey, you know, your father, just saying the most beautiful sentiments wow. about him. You know, your dad loved to sail. I never knew that. Never knew my dad liked to sail. That's interesting. He loved to sail. This guy. Yeah, I had no idea. So just little, you know, things like that. Because when you're 14, like, are you really telling your kid what you're really into? Mm-hmm. No. Right? Yeah. So it's like, if, yeah, you know. So if if we could know each other now, I'm sure it would just be so Yeah, man, it's, it's crazy, I mean, man. It's, it's, it's true. When you're young, you have a perception of your parents or grandparents that's sometimes very huge you know like they're super people yeah and i remember that conversation with my mom and just like are you gonna you know thinking about you're gonna die someday like it was a realization like death started to come into my head of like that understanding and how uh i drove myself like insane thinking about it wow you know anxiety mm-hmm. like coming in it's like oh my god like it's really gonna come to an end you know this person not being in your life um but what made me think about that was the fact that my grandmother was staying with us. She came to live with us, and she had Alzheimer's. Hmm. So my parents didn't really talk to me much about what was Alzheimer's was and yeah. what was going on, wow. especially in that time period that we were growing up. And uh, I was just, like, really confused, you know. I would wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to go downstairs. Oh, my, the gas is on. Like, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. gosh. Turn the gas on and just took off walking. Oh my god! Oh, that's <laughs> scary. Like, what is up with grandma? Like, she cannot live here. And I was just like, kind of like in my head, like, yeah. what's just happening? Yeah. You know, and it's just nobody really sat and explained, like, you know, she's got Alzheimer's, and the police would come and say, like, oh, we found her walking, you know. And then my sister's ten years older has a completely different perception mm-hmm. of her because she had a chance to grow up and see her without Alzheimer's. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then she was like, yeah, she was traveling all over the world. You know, she was like in Egypt and all over these places, mm-hmm. you know, traveling. She was like, she's super inspirational for my sister. Uh, and I really wished I had that chance to know her on that level. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, I don't know. Man. I'm so sorry. We're getting, yeah, more, we're getting a, morbid over here. We're getting like, no, we're getting dark. We're getting dark it's over here. It's not morbid. This no, is real. Actually, I know, I know. It was very, I mean, it's just incredible just to look at the photos and everything that of her life i was like wow that's amazing then that's i was like really confused but then you know there were a lot of amazing great things about her i just didn't know Mm -hmm. know, as a kid just because i never had a chance to really no yeah it turns out that our parents were people once and our you know and we just we forget that you know they were once just cruising and chilling and like mistakes yep. i'm not gonna be perfect at all mm-hmm. <laughs> i know my mom kicked me out when i was 17 like i had so much re- <laughs> i had so much like i moved to new york by myself and she kicked me out and i and i we, I resented her is that the word yeah i was yes. really bummed and still now I'll show you mom 
No, but even now, even now, she's breaking my balls or something like that. I say something back. I want to say like, you maybe fucking kicked me out of the fucking house when I was seventeen. But I don't say that. You know what I mean? I'm just like, because I changed my life. I moved to New York. I started my she, band. She I became part of that doing. scene. It was fucking everything for me. She made you get hard. But she was wow. dating. My mom was dating this redneck dude, and my mom loved animals. <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? No, listen. My mom loved animals, and this dude like skin squirrels and have squirrels. Exactly. She, she, he would make squirrel fucking soup, and Ooh. there was like dead squirrels in my garage. I was like, what the fuck? That's we were horrifying. living in Maryland, Southern Maryland. Weird. It was like some redneck shit. It was, I was like, I'm out, man. And then she kicked me out. Anyway. Are you the oldest of the three? I'm the youngest. I'm the baby. Oh, you are. Yeah. Okay. What? I don't know. I don't know the other. I look old. What? Oh, okay. Anyway, go ahead. Um, back to you. So now you're in school. Dad passed away. All that. Uh, what grade would that be? That's. Um, I was going into eighth grade. Oh wow! It was okay. the summer of seventh and eighth. Wow. And that's so right. I, that's you know that's that's a season in in life. You know, I mean, yeah. it's a season that that happens. It can happen to anybody. So. No, I know, um, but it's, it's still, yeah, like just moving forward. That and here you are. You know what I'm saying? Like your journey and stuff. Like, um, so you made it out of high school, obviously, too. Graduated. I did. I did. And what was your goals then? What year was that? Well, you're trying to age you, right? You put an age on here, man. I'm fine. Well, I, I'm gonna, I, 97. Eight. Yeah, 97 I graduated. 90s, we're old. Yeah, we're old. We're old. She's young. She's very young. 97, I was like, I know exactly what I was doing. <laughs> oh, 97? I was in the streets. Dude, I was in New York. Man. We were in the streets hanging out. <laughs> no. We were in the streets. Yeah, we were wilding. We were in New York, really? right? Yeah, yeah nice. going to hip, going to clubs, everything, dude. New we York was fun. He worked at Fat Farm, and I worked at Nana Shoes and Soho. Wow! Yeah. So you lived it out there a mm-hmm. long time. Yeah, and this guy was big bouncer. You weren't a bouncer, were you? I was a bouncer bodyguard. I did all that stuff. He had long dreads, <laughs> looked like the Predator. Um, what? Peaceful soul, though. Okay, but this is about you. Uh, back to you. So you graduate, and what are you doing? So I graduate, and I'm a dancer, like you know, full ballerina and that's awesome jazz, and I. I mean, and I had the band with my brother just on the side, and I moved up here to Hollywood and L.A. to pursue dancing, like yeah. back really? backup dancing, like anything awesome. like that. It's hardcore. Did mm-hmm. you have some gigs, some dan- backup dancing gigs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a couple of things, That's and then cool. I realized like pretty soon I'm like, hold on a second, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> she's aight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, all the while, I was taking an acting class every Wednesday night Sick. since I was 13 um, that my mom would drive me to, and I had the band with my brother, and we got signed to DreamWorks, like, pretty, wow. I, m- I moved to L.A. when I was 19, I got signed at 21. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Just everybody know you're a singer. Yeah. I'm a musician. Like, okay. I, was I that Boomcat, or was Boom that, Cat. okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not, like, a crazy good vocalist, but I... Write my she own can songs. sing, man. Yeah. I'm she all can, right. She can like, sing. She I could carry sing. a tune, but like mostly, like I just like playing music, you know, okay. all that jazz. But um, <laughs> my brother's the real, mm-hmm. the real genius. My brother wrote our entire first album on the um, PlayStation Music Generator. Wow, man. Yep. So when we got signed, like he literally brought his PlayStation to the studio. Wow, that's some OG Billy style. Because her documentary, her and her brother record their shit in their room. Yeah. Same style thing. Wow. That was literally. So what was going through your mind? Like once you got signed, what was your plan? Like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Um, As far as the album went? Yeah. Like, Well, we already had like, I mean, we had so many songs. Like my brother just was a writing machine. Um, He lived with me and uh, he lived in the laundry room of my house. He's older. <laughs> but my bro's just always been like a mad scientist. Like, you know, he doesn't need to leave the house all day he just i mean he so uh, playstation music generator kind of simulates pro tools 
so he would crazy, build man. he would build the notes you know almost like you would now in ableton or okay. you know and um but this is 2000 and uh so he rented it from blockbuster video and never returned it he said it's the wow. best twenty dollars he ever you spent hell yeah <laughs> we used to write div does dvd <laughs> That was a great documentary, by the way. The Blockbuster documentary is great. You oh, seen I that? haven't seen that one. Yeah, Colin Hanks did that. It's amazing. When did that come out? A couple years ago. It's great. Nice. Um, okay, back to you. I saw Amoeba closed down. Yeah, that's sad, man. Yes. But like then the you said it's somewhere. It's next to the W where that new brick building is. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. Okay. But that was like a harsh sight. Yeah, man. It's a great yeah. place to go. Probably apartments Probably. or something. Probably yeah. apartments or something. Probably. Um, all right, so your record. So you have any expectations for this record before it comes yeah, out? Yeah, so we got signed by DreamWorks. And you're like, we're going to go on tour or no? I mean, we were just, I mean, yeah. I mean, they put us in the studio for a year. Wow. Listen, we were trailer park kids. We got an $800,000 record deal. It was the most money we'd ever seen in our lives. Damn. Once you signed, they were like. Yeah, I, was, I said $800,000 to some people. That's not a lot. That's fucking to us. Lot. Back then? That's a lot. That's a lot of money, we man. We lost it. How did you lose it? No, they lost it. I they mean, were excited. You oh, know? you oh, oh. <laughs> No, they. My age is. Derek, they, yeah, she, they gave her, they gave her a check. She, she lost the check. I was waving it when I was driving and slowly just, oh my God, you're so cute. <laughs> they lost the check, 800000 Pretty much. I mean, spent it like that. They lost that. their minds. They're young. They come from a trailer park. They got all this money. It's a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. You're like, okay. All right, so. any was the plan? All right, so the plan was, do you guys remember the Mint? Hell yeah. It's right down the street. Yep. So there's a studio in the back. Okay. I don't know if you know that. I do not know that. So we were put up there and it's super plush and 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 then we would go to the Mint and check out like the live groups every yeah. night. Actually, we played at the Mint twice. That's how we got signed. They signed okay. like it was one of those things. It was like old school stuff, like a little bidding war going on. That's cool. Like, who are we? That's um, awesome. And that was that was really cool. And then we, they put us in the studio for a year. So we had a year to really like squeeze the lemon and flush it out and then they went you know for the single uh, yeah. yeah and they went for the single and everything and okay. and then all that stuff it's called the reckoning. the reckoning yeah i mean dreamworks went out of business shortly after uh we put out our second single we were in japan touring but um i got a song on the eight mile soundtrack i know it's on my that, list right and, 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 and reckoning that, was number one on hot dance music club playlist on billboard yeah and it was you know i did it, research we <laughs> so you did go on a tour after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we toured. We toured um, like Europe and Japan a few times. Wow. Yeah, okay. it was fun. She was touring by herself. Me and my brother, and, and we put together a group. We had a DJ. Sick, we had man. we had like uh, Martin Prather who played like you know it was like keyboard synthesizers galore. My brother played synth bass, and I played acoustic guitar synth and bass. synth bass. Yep. Sick. Yep. Synth <laughs> bass. According to information, Boom Cat. The boom is the kick, and the cat is the snare drum. Boom Cat. That's it right there, son. Wow. I didn't <laughs> fucking know that. But you had song you had a song in Mean Girls, Eight Mile, Italian Job, um, The Hot Chick, Crossroads, Britney Spears when he had songs in all those. Yeah. That's fucking huge, man. That's great to have all those songs in that and be like a band just came out. Like it was fun. It's really awesome. It was fun, but when it was done, it was done. Like when you <laughs> You know yeah. you guys know mm -hmm. the drill. So basically I'm um, was over. Yeah, so they you know, our first video, you guys, like this is unheard of types of money. Four hundred and twenty thousand dollars on two days of a video. Yeah. Now you can shoot a video like that for like 
10 G's, you know, the yeah, things that you can totally. do now. So they're, the point was they were just spending money like that. And so they went under. And I'm not trying to, look, guys, you guys did great. I'm just saying that, you know, we got the call when we were in Japan, like the record's done. It was that harsh. <laughs> there was that, done. and that was it. Brutal. Wow. And like literally the rug pulled out from under us and, um, thank God I had already kind of started acting and stuff, but that That's was cool. really devastating. You know, my Are you brother. Thinking like maybe we can go to another label. Yeah, we yeah, but we had two firms, so they had to pay us out in the second, and mm. then everyone was being upstreamed to Interscope. But um, we had just gotten going, so we hadn't, you know, we hadn't earned back enough money to to prove to them that we were worthy. Recoup, yes. That's the word. There's so. a lot of problem that artists didn't realize back then because they were feeding us a lot of money too. If I bad like. Here you go, go make that album. And I was like, wait a minute. And if I could do it different, that's right. It would have taken so much less. Oh, hell that's yeah. right. I would take less liquid up front yes. and be less in debt exactly. and have True. a little bit more power, exactly. right? Totally. So, well, you know, the things that we, I mean, I was 20 years old, straight straight out of a doggone mobile home park. Mm. $400,000? That's crazy. Yeah, that's you know, because if you split 802, that's four and four. Yeah, man. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of money. You get the advanced money. You're all excited. All and that literally shit. like that, like in a chunk. You're just like, damn. What the? They were throwing money around back then. Major labels, man. It's yeah. so crazy how different it is now. It was cool. Like I remember, we got most added um, with the reckoning. Uh, remember Superman, Eminem? Yeah. Like we we got the most added, and that was the second added. Like wow. just little things like that where you they like grade your song and stuff. You see what's gonna be the first hit. Yeah, you first. guys got a lot of like you guys charted a lot and a lot of the dance. Dance yeah, then we did stuff. good on the dance stuff, but nice. that um, doesn't monetize. I know, but I know, but still, just, <laughs> I mean, just like, I never have you ever got on a soundtrack to a movie? Yeah, Sepatora, well, that was a good one. Sepatora has, yeah, yeah, what movie? I can't remember at the time. <laughs> I call bullshit. <laughs> like like I call bullshit if you don't know. I'm just kidding. I believe you. Oh, whoa, I'm just wow. saying, but <laughs> she got on crazy movie soundtracks. That's crazy. It reminds me of the notorious B.I.G. song and bullshit, <laughs> party and bullshit. <laughs> And party, which I just um, watched that one. Wow, that was cool that you de- you reposted because I was on my l- list about that Gap commercial too with your song on there. Yeah, is that your song on there? Or no, take, that's uh, well, that's what take you there, right? With yeah. Tweet. Okay, okay. Yeah, remember Tweet? I do Tears remember that. Artist. I do remember that. When I looked up today, I was like, way before Twitter, this guy is pressing Tweet. I remember tweet. that back then. Yeah, Missy tweet. Elliott. Oh yeah, yeah. All her stuff. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. And um, that, and then Marianne Faithful was the other. So are you starting to do acting while the band, so the band you're touring and you're acting? Yes, I was doing that. And so what was your first, you made your first role you got? Um, the first role, I mean, I did a bunch of like TV stuff yeah. and then Crazy Beautiful was probably my first yeah. um, big role. And then Crossroads with Britney Spears. That's and a then sick I one. did Eight Mile. Yeah. And then I did fuck. Cold Mountain, White Oleander. I mean, it just, I mean, it Dude, just went on and on and on, but I, I didn't know. care. I yeah. want care. No, I wanted I wanted my band. Wow. wow. That's so amazing. Like I, you weren't like, holy shit, I got this movie part. Like it's on, baby. It's on. Like, yeah. I mean I would be like, yes. Yeah, I was. I, I I'm very grateful. I think that sometimes the reason why I got so many parts is and I and this is a piece yeah, of wow. advice. This is a piece of advice for anybody that might be listening. Um, yes, please. I feel that some of the reasons why I got roles was because when I went into a room to audition I had a, my mind on a whole other thing. And you know when you walk in, like, not giving a good gosh darn? Yep. Not to say that I was mailing in, nor, of course I studied my lines. I'm just saying that I didn't walk in with any desperation. I was like, hey, listen, I'm about to leave here and go right, right. back to the studio. 
and then I, I get, love that you know and, and, and so my advice is that never, I say when you hold on to something too tight you can squeeze it out and let it go you know but when you just let something rest in the palm of your hand is when it's truly supported you know and and that's the thing is like if there's any advice I can give is like even with a relationship you know the more you try to hold on to someone the more they slip away I agree. So it's just about, you know, just having that other thing that you love, whether it's art. What, maybe you love building cars. Maybe you love jogging. I don't know. But yeah. I don't know your life. But just, you know, just that other thing because you can put so much pressure on yourself that you can kind of ruin yeah, I can't, it. I can't, I can't even imagine, man. Yeah. So I feel like that's why I was just act right. part after part after part. It's crazy because sometimes I'm like, do I want to play music? I would like to do something else, but is the grass greener? Like she, she was getting these roles, but she just really wanted to be a musician and to play music. You know what I mean? Like even like, we're like, wow, Eight Mile is fucking incredible. Oh, that, I mean, and, and that was awesome. I'm not, yeah. You know, but then the mu when the music got in, I was like, swing. We play music when you did <laughs> Hustle and Flow. We play music then too. Yeah, I was still making music. Great movie, by the way. I watched it again the other night with my family because. But that was about time. when I finally started letting go of what had happened. Okay. Yep. Yeah, you, were, you were incredible. You killed that. It was awesome. Yeah. Probably why I was so emotional in it. Yeah, that was, it was a heavy, it's heavy, it's a heavy, it's a heavy movie, man. I, really, I forgot how heavy it was. It's a few heavy movies you've done. Yeah, I, I tend to play some heavy roles. <laughs> heavy roles. I mean, speaking of one, I'm from Cleveland, so I was like, oh, let me just check out. Whoops. <laughs> oh, my God. You're from Cleveland, huh? Yeah, I'm sorry. Why does Not it breed really the good. most crazy murderers? I, I always <laughs> question this myself, but I... I don't know. I have a, an idea about that. But let's hear it. This is a true question. You're going to diss where you're from? I'm not okay, let's go. Speak about it. I mean, uh, I don't know. It's just, I think you have a lot of time to... God knows. I, I don't know if there's a straight answer for why there are so many psychopaths that come from there. But I, I guess that amount of space that you're able to have there, that just lending your mind to random horrible negative things space uh, well as far as like freedom mm. of like the quality of living it doesn't cost that much okay. to live in that state so you can kind of do simple type of job and have like a home and mm -hmm. and then just having that time if you're not living in a city like cleveland i mean i don't know i grew up in, in cleveland but in the suburb um i guess when you're in the middle of ohio somewhere then it would lend that time where your thoughts are going into a very bad place or dark places. Interesting. And then a very cycle of people living there as well. I mean, it's just what type of cycle? Know, <laughs> I'm so curious. Me too. I mean, I know a lot of the history of where I come from in Cleveland or Shaker or where I grew up, which is radically different from Psycho Killers. Okay. But there was a murder that happened in the suburb that I grew up in. Wow. It was unsolved. Really? And it was a girl that went to my high school. Dang. And wow. There was this one kid that was in my class, and he went through wow. everything, and then he ended up, you know, not being guilty, but then he ended up killing himself. Oh, really? Wow, man. Wow, well, because they, they did that to him? I guess so, yeah. All the pressure and everything that went on, and everyone's like, oh, that's the guy that killed the girl. And he oh, my gosh. That's terrible. It's terrible. Um, but, yeah, it's an interesting place. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, about, Sorry about that. No, it's all good. No, that's not me. Whose phone is this? That's you, podcast guy. Here I oh am. Oh my God. Here I am. 
thinking it's me. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. This might be, this might be good. It might be Should like, we answer? Come later. It might be late. No, I don't want to. I'm going to do it. Let's answer. Um, <laughs> uh, Sons, of anyway. Anarchy, Sons of Anarchy, too. That was awesome. Thank you. Fucking love that show. Oh, yeah. Love um. Anyway, show. so really quick, not to yeah, yeah. let's go back uh, to Ohio. Or just, well, just because I, Toby, I didn't send you. I, I usually send Toby movies to watch. Yeah, it's kind of freaked out at times because they're pretty heavy. No, this not, one's dark. Not about the guests that are coming. Just in general, you send my family really dark, creepy things, and I watch them. And my son's like, "Did Derek you? send us this shit?" It's really. <laughs> but there's some dark ass. You're like a really dark, dramatic person lately. I've been watching your I shit. I like it. Anyway, good. Anyway, I didn't send them that movie. Okay. Oh, no, I, know I, don't know if I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna, wa- I'm gonna watch it. What's it called? It's called like Cleveland abduction. abduction. I mean, so the point is, is that yeah. this man, a school bus yeah. driver, school bus driving every day, with his own children and everything, he held three girls hostage for 13 years with houses literally this close, side Wait. by side. I seen it. I think. <laughs> what in the basements and shit? Well, they're, no. yeah, they're upstairs. Oh, oh yeah, it. there's a portion in the basement. I'm going to watch yeah. it again. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah? Yeah, I have, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that you so, hear, yeah, I'm it was, it, it was yeah. hard to play. Yeah, so playing, like, true stories like that is rough, especially when the real person's on set, like, what do you know what it's like to play me? Mm. I'm like, not too much, actually. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't know if I want to know. So yeah. Set? Yeah, well, like Mich- Michelle Knight was the one I played. Yeah. And she's a force. Wow. And she's a survivor, you know, and she's incredible. Does that make poor pressure on you? Do you feel more? I mean, I was definitely like, so when did she go? (laughs) Just kidding. No, I just mean, I mean, man, what she went through, what she went through. Does that stay with you after you do those kind of characters? So that particular one, it's funny because I guess that one did. I didn't know, but my friends noticed, you know, Mm. Mm -hmm. they were like, Taryn, I think you need to get some help. I'm like, I don't need help. What do I need help for? Just kidding. <laughs> but that's the first character that kind of stuck with you like that? Yeah, I had to go like super method, which isn't always my my process, but Yeah. Yeah, I had to just go all in on that one. They shot it in Cleveland? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's freezing there too. Freezing, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, Cleveland's the worst. I'm sorry. I I, I love I love playing I love I'm right here. No, I, I love playing shows. You know, I love playing Cleveland. I can't wait to get back there and play. I love it there. I'm just saying it's super cold, and I grew up in the East Coast. And I don't miss any of that shit. I'm a Cali. I'm I'm softer now. My my blood's thinner. I'm older. I, I don't fuck with the winter no more. So yeah. anyway, that's that. You had to um, live there for how long? Um, it was just a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, they shoot movies now like so quick. Yeah, there's no time to breathe. Um, but you know, it's like it works because the character is obviously exhausted and. You know, she went, you know, so it's like, not. I'm not trying to get my beauty rest. That's a good thing about the roles I play. Definitely don't got to get like proper eight hours of sleep. <laughs> Can roll out of bed. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, yeah, fuck. Sons of Anarchy was good too. That's, yeah, a, that's that was, a great cast, yeah, man. That was awesome. My wife's in love with that dude, that main dude. Charlie. My wife's in love oh, with that dude. He's yeah, she so always like nice. try to freeze the screen if he was naked on the movie. In the show, I'm like, yeah, wow. yeah, my wife, yeah. yeah. He's really, really cool. Great actor. Mm-hmm. Great actor. Um, so when, when did you actually like, so you said like you were kind of like steering away from the, the music stuff and then uh, hustle and flow was kind of like the first one where you like, just really dived into it. Um, but what was your, at that point, did you think you were a musician as a career or an act, actor, actor? Uh, like, I didn't think I was either. I just was. Yeah. You just were. You was yeah, living was and just doing like, it. All right. I'll, I'll do all this until boom cat gets back up and running. Mm-hmm. And, um, tw- I was 25 at that point. Cause I have, you know, very like 
ages where and and I, I can't lie like at 25 like that that feeling was hitting me you know okay. that my bro cause my brother never really bounced back from that mm. you know like this is real this thing that it's happens harsh. when you lose your dreams like that without any warning some people don't have that you know that yeah uh, what do you call that like to bounce back or something you know just mm -hmm. to like it's a harsh reality to the music biz, man. It's super cold. It's and he never could get over the review in Rolling Stone magazine oh, that they damn. did. And it just killed him inside. That's because they didn't focus on the music. They focused... They, they do that at times. You know, there's just a critic, you know, that could be there that doesn't know what they're talking about. It's happened before where they reviewed Led Zeppelin 3 albums. True. Like, this is trash. I know. <laughs> but Rolling Stone like, doesn't... We tried. Rolling Stone doesn't make or break. I mean, yeah. it's... Fuck, man. It's, but when when it when it's like you know it was a brother sister team right yeah. and it was like all they focused on was the singer who sounds like she sings in her shower mm -hmm. while she's getting ready to go to set they didn't focus on the beats they didn't focus on the compositions mm -hmm. so that was just and then that started the beginning of Kellen not showing up to things because they don't care about me all they care about is you Kellen there's uh, no come over the bone yeah. is the kick and the cat is the snare drum. Yeah, no, it was just like, and then trying to wrangle your older brother in, mm -hmm. you know, when he's like, Taryn. like in Japan, I'm trying to go find my brother everywhere. My brother didn't show up to the Jay Leno show. This is all, this wow. is all funny stuff too now in retrospect. <laughs> he didn't but show up. No, he didn't come. You know how you have rehearsal in the yeah. day? So Jay Leno is very tall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the day. Uh-huh. That me, we were there. It was like me and the the other rest of my band, but my, it's me and my brother, right? Yeah. And we sat, go side by side, and he comes storming in the dressing room. They didn't send the producer. They'd already sent her several times. He comes in, just poof, and the the tallest man is Jay Leno, and I'm just right there. Dang. I hear there's a band member not here, oh, and I'm like, hey, sir, I'm so sorry. It's actually my brother, and I'm worried sick. Um. Yeah, well, he better be here by the time it's, you know, it's showtime. Damn, wow. And we can't, I mean, I literally cannot get a hold of my brother at all. His phone's going right to voicemail. The 11th hour, he walked in. And, of course, his synth was set up, but at that point, we're running a, a track because, right? Yeah. So he's, and then flips. I mean, it was, and then wow. it was just was such a punk rocker deep down, just pissed about Rolling Stone, yeah. just pissed about DreamWorks. And stuff. Damn. But just, just hurt, you know, and then, and then to be dropped like that out with no warning and yep. we're, we're in japan nailing it you know like yeah. just you know saka yeah. i mean yeah. we did nagoya is it nagoya, nagoya tokyo great. you know just they're loving us and um and they're so funny in japan because you sing a song <laughs> and they go silent totally <laughs> totally i love it man it's i love awesome. it going crazy yeah i love but that, throwing man. so many presents up in their perfect letters with their penmanship oh, so yeah. we're just like on top of the world and just get the worst call on the planet you know and, and that was the end of my brother as wow. far as like boom cat went and never again did he ever i wonder what that person is who like wrote that review and people like that who like that's just what they do they just write and they think that a lot of those people never played music before, never toured in a oh, band then, before. And then one other thing happened. My this was real. Remember Good Charlotte? Love you guys. Um, remember TRL? Yeah. So TRL was like, once you make it, but then there were the wannabes. The wannabes were almost going to get to TRL. On deck, yeah. On deck. So Good Charlotte was hosting. Remember, they were on top right now at that time. And so they're introducing, you know, and they made so much fun. Of me and my brother, Boom Cat. It's wow. like some type of actress. And they went so in on us. And my, I mean, it was so embarrassing. Uh, 
Um, so that run in later down the road in like Vegas. And my brother isn't a fighter or anything. Oh. No, he's not at all. Yeah, no. Okay, like, you were, okay, I my brother story. just, if I ever see that, I mean, you know, oh, right. because they, because they were on top of the world yeah. and what they said that day could have made her, I mean, you know what I mean? So you got to talk to him, see them later on? Yeah, I saw, I saw one of them. He apologized. Um, but yeah, but it was more wow. just me standing up for my brother. I mean, I kind of got their shtick and everything in a way, but like. You know, just mm-hmm. just little things along the way that, you know, it's so important that not to be a crap talker, not yeah. to be a hater. Yeah. yeah. Because it, you could really be holding like, you know, someone's like destiny in your hands. In your hands. Your right. And, and, and I think, you know, and I love they're actually really kind. I think they were just having a blast with the their in the moment mm-hmm. in the moment and just didn't realize there was two other human beings on the other side. But we just had like a course of bad luck. Me and my brother, mm. you know. Yeah, but that but that's that doesn't mean you're not I don't know, I just feel like it might start make make people like question their talent or are they really yeah. are they serious? Or does that does that guy know what he's talking about? But like for all these people that imagine the internet back then, well, luckily we have the internet back then, the message boards and shit. Right. Oh, that man. was right before like YouTube. Yeah. That. But even like I remember message boards came into like punk rock message boards and all the faceless cowards talking shit. Like all that just like oh man. The bullies. I know. I just I mean now now it's just next level. It is next level. You can get like a thousand awesome comments and one negative comment and then you I'll think about more. It's like why do you give a fuck? Like it's just one person then you know your thing to No comment. No, that's I I know. I, I know. Game over. But isn't it so crazy how like I you get all often. that love and then one this one thing like that, it just stays with you. And, and you only like, focus on that. Yeah. You fucking it, eat at it. But that's what they want. Yes. And they get your attention, too. And it's, yeah. it's meant for that. Like, they're just trying to shake you up, you know? Yeah, there's like, there's no... I don't this, this What's is wrong like, with these people that do this? That's a good discussion, I think. I mean, those people have a lot of... They have a lot of time in their hands. They have a lot of hate. A lot of jealousy. Bitter. Angry. Never did shit with their lives. I'm going to curse, whatever. And they, they go after people that... I don't know. They want your attention. As soon as you respond, they fucking won. And then if, then if you respond, you call them out like, oh, I'm just kidding. I, I know, love you. It's like, yo, dude, you exactly, fucking. I think the last thing that you're saying, it, it, you know, the main thing, they want your attention. Mm-hmm. And they don't have that attention. They feel that they can get this attention now because it's on the Internet. And they feel that this is a, an area or a space that they can be heard or seen for the first time mm-hmm. in their lives where it's it's fantasy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not reality. You know, the reality is much harder for them to actually have some type of recognition to actually go out and do something, you know, where they're being recognized for a talent. Mm-hmm. And they may not have a talent and they're bitter about it. And so they rage on other people and that negativity. And it's unfortunate, you know. And a lot of times, like Toby was saying, like if you cater to their attention that they want, it's exactly what they want. And that's why I've never responded to any of them. They get angrier, you know. It's yeah. Like, hey, you know, it's Kill like, them with silence. But it know, burns out. Silence, though, is perfect you know? what about though when someone like from your past starts saying weird stuff because they're mad about something for all your fans and they do it in publicly and put you on blast yeah. that's the worst. it's they super that's, that's like some child that's childish it's, it's super childish. like yo text me let's have a, let's have a conversation mm-hmm. but they end up making themselves look bad in the end yeah going on and on, and on. <laughs> and the people are like you know what why don't you shut up about this you know it's just like you're the only one talking now you know it's like no response and they're just like going on and on you're like person starting to look like they're crazy yeah social media is such a tricky thing because like you can promote your brand your, your movie your music things you're doing positive things um help people out that, really the positive stuff. what 
I feel like that's the least likes I get when I post like, hey, a new movie coming out. I'm like, oh. Mm. But but it, it's a weird way. It, it's true. You are right. Because you post something like, I don't I don't know, something. Then you post something about like, I don't know, some some festival or some animal rights thing or something you're really passionate about. It's like two people give a shit about it. <laughs> but it's like if it's a picture of you, I don't know, you and your, you and your boy at a show or like me and you hiking or like you and this dude or... They're like hyped on it, but it's like if it's something I promote. So hey, my weird. friends, my friends got to like a GoFundMe, and like he's really yeah. sick. And I was like, "Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know. Like, all, all that shit's twisted too. Like all that's twisted. What? I just, just like what they, what they think you are. Like, like do you think because you're in a band, you're like, I don't know, I don't know, man. This is such false sense of reality with a lot of the stuff, you know? Yeah. Do you think that they think that you're loaded? I, I don't, I don't know. I think because you're a musician, they think probably that too. I don't, I don't well, know. Because they never really had to pay their taxes or the overhead that goes with mm-hmm. the band or anything that yeah. you know, goes into Boy. it. And, Still and getting now your basically you're, you're <laughs> upside down. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. You, know, I, you have I, to I spend a, money to make money. Exactly. It's such a love-hate with, with the online stuff too because it is, I don't know. It's it, You have to navigate it though, you know? Yeah, that digital world is weird. It's very I think but, it's going to implode eventually. I, I, I think you might be right. I mean, there's got to be some gonna, sort of come to some sort of head, right? I feel like it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, with cancel culture too. I mean, literally, like you say one wrong thing and you're you're out of there. <laughs> you're just out of there. Yeah. Nobody even gets to say their side. It's I mean, just, you could be like, I like Madonna. Canceled. Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think Why they tried. I think they, they tried canceling Madonna last year too for some post really? she did or something. She took it down. I forgot what it was like. Can't so, Madonna doesn't give a fuck. She so, started out not giving a that's fuck. That's right. So right? If, if you were going to be canceled, what would you be canceled for? I don't know, man. <laughs> Didn't somebody try to cancel <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't Have know. Have you ever been canceled? They try canceled? to call me all, oh, that's not, or they say like, oh, that's not positive. Or some guy hit me up and said, he saw, there was a picture of me, you can see my underwear, and somebody DM me, and they're like, yo, your underwear's not vegan. And I was like, and I was like, What? And so I, I got I, a good one. And so I looked, I went, <laughs> thank you, Stan. Stan sponsors me. So I got these Stan's underwear. They're super soft. They're so comfortable. But I hit my dude up. I was like, hey, <laughs> is there, is there casein? Is there, is there milk in my underwear? He's like, actually, yeah. Those are the butter soft, those are the butter soft briefs. <laughs> and so there was milk in my underwear. So I fucking, I felt so guilty. I had 16 pairs. I gave them to my boy in New York. I shipped them to him. Like, I got happy now. Yo. <laughs> like, are you happy now? <laughs> but I was kind of bummed that they, no, they should. They no know I'm vegan. Sh- but you'll keep. So I, I get. That's oh. I don't have underwear no more. I gave it away. Seventeen <sighs> pairs to my boy. I sent them to him. We want my so underwear. So you let that person get to you. Yeah, because I'm. But, but I am wearing. Anim- <laughs> but I don't wear no animal products. I wear nothing. So I, I did have animals in my underwear. I <laughs> 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 sounds so okay, foul. That got weird. I had some. I had some case. I had casing in my underwear. Would, okay, would you have got rid of them? Yeah. Yeah, because they caught... Like, I didn't you know. For your information. I <laughs> what do you mean milk in your undies? I don't saw my get fucking it. Because they, they, they soak them in, in milk. And so there's like a case... They're so soft. There's a case in derivative inside my underwear that doesn't get washed out. And that's why, the, that's why they're soft. Huh. I that's swear a, to that's God, That's an interesting man. treatment. It is. Totally unnecessary. Anyway, I miss those underwear. <laughs> Yeah, they were milky, milky smooth. Yeah, I miss them. I miss those underwear. Um, <laughs> so you were canceled? No, I didn't get canceled. I'm talking about officially canceled. No, nah, no, nah, I haven't canceled. Nah. 
What about you? What would How do you, you cancel can- a human, dude? What would you be canceled for if you if you were to be canceled? I don't know. People are trying to trip on me when I cut my hair. Oh yeah, he cut his dreads canceled off. Canceled for cutting his dreads off. They're just like, what? How could you? How could you? I was like, well, you didn't have twenty something years of the same hair. You know. They like, just wanted to cancel you out. I don't know if it was. Really Why are you supposed to say because they're sacred? <laughs> I was just like, I'm cutting my hair, man. I'm a grown man now. It's like, I How did you feel like, after you cut your, those dreads oh, off? Fantastic. I'm sure. It's like, I'm free. Yeah. Like, he used to freedom. sleep on his wet hair. He told me, taking a shower, horrible. like, it's like, fucking gnarly. And it holds like. Years. Just like, I was 15 years old when I started. Wow. And I got harassed then, like, by a lot of people. You know, they were just like, yo, why don't you cut your hair, man? <laughs> it's always been an issue. They're like, your hair, they're like damn, son. <laughs> What's up with that? They didn't, they didn't understand anything. I was like, I'm growing dreadlocks. And they're like, B, you need to comb your hair right now. And <laughs> and, and, to, and and when he grew up, he was like a punk rock skateboarder. Oh, yeah. So he wasn't like. Oh, yeah. They're like, you don't have a car? I was like, no, I'm 16. Oh, that's so I'm cute. To school. They're like, <laughs> and you don't comb your hair. Oh, buds. Jesus Christ. But, you know, once they're growing, they're like, oh. Cool, and it became like kind of like I don't know. But anyway, once I cut it, was freedom. You know, I felt. But that was before the internet too. Yeah. True. But they were trying to cancel you in real life. That's a little different, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it was. They didn't know what they were talking about. Like they were young or whatever. We're all young. uh, I was just stood out. You know, they're just different. This is a perfect segue to your Karen movie too. Oh. Oh. Oh gosh. Which I cannot wait to see. And people tried to flip on you for that, right? Did they? I'm pretty sure I'll be canceled. Why do you think so? For playing a character? Exactly, so because they can't it. differentiate acting roles sometimes Come from on, from, uh, from real life. life. And you know what? So they think you're a prostitute still from Muscle and Flow? <laughs> Come on, man. They definitely think I'm uh, they definitely think I'm Penzatucky from Orange is the New Black. Oh man, we'll, we'll get to the minutes. Like so I'm I'm it's my favorite shit, but anyway, go ahead. Let's go back to you on, and Karen. Thank you. Yeah, amazing. That Holy shit. That's a I'm, fucking wild show. That was a, that show is amazing. Our friend Jessica, I know Jessica from New York scene. We grew you up do? in the, yeah, we grew up in the scene together. I love her. Uh, the hardcore scene. She she's used to work awesome. with my bass player. Yeah, we keep in touch. She's one of the coolest ones, by the yeah, way. Yeah, she's real. She's a New York cat, yep. punk. You know, she comes from my world. She's I'm yeah. stoked for her. Yes. I was like, stoked to see that. Good person. Um, so people are trying to flip on that movie. They haven't seen it yet. Oh, Karen. Yeah. Um, I just think. I mean, I definitely took a risk playing the role. So yeah, tell us a little. It's a bit fucking about movie. Because he told me. Very little, and I was like, oh, God, I gotta. I like to read this sentiment right here. Yeah. It's actually a good time to read this because I feel so. Um, I filmed this recently during Black History Month. Okay. Um, it was all black crew, uh-huh. you know, nice. and it was amazing. And uh, um, definitely, definitely. Did they call you to do the movie? Yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah, I'll read. So, so the director is Coke Daniels. And you know, like when you're not really sure, like how someone feels about you, like they're. You know, maybe a man, a few words and, you know, not someone that's like, hey, you know, I had no idea if I was doing good or not yeah. and this and that. And it's upon rap, meaning at the end, um, he wrote the nicest thing about me and I was shocked. And my mom is like, so like my harshest critic and even she teared up. So oh, that's wild. this is from the director of Karen, just so everybody knows. Like, Let's hear it. Because it's just it's it's just a role that uh, it takes it takes somebody with a lot of courage to right, play this. Of course, so. I would think so. So this is from Coke Daniels, who's an incredible director. Same here. Picture of Coke. Sick. Cool. 
He's a badass. So he goes, uh, that's a picture wrap on Taryn Manning. Words cannot express the depth of gratitude I owe this woman. Love her to the moon and back. She did not know me from Adam. Read my script and immediately signed on. No questions asked. Didn't trip over money. Didn't make me do the dance with reps. Just told me she loved what the film represents and wanted to help affect change. She lent her celebrity to bring attention to the project, which caused it to go viral and eventually landed us on TMZ, creating a huge buzz for the film before we even shot a single frame. We pushed the start date numerous times, and each time she said, don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. And guess what? She didn't. But listen, once those cameras turned on, oh, the savagery. (laughs) There were no throwaway moments as she expressed every emotion to the fullest, played with every color in the spectrum, and milked every single piece of dialogue. Watching her work was a thing of pure beauty and nothing short of iconic. Y'all think you hated Pensatucky on Orange is the New Black? Way to get a whole a load of Karen Drexler. Yeah. Fucking awesome, man. <laughs> That's phenomenal. I'm so stoked to see it. When does it come out? Oh, I mean, we just completed it, so. Oh, uh, okay. A little less than you should a year. be. You should be happy. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really and awesome. And I only read that because it's it's like so hard to put it into words, but um, the script. So the thing that you know, the script is like on the page, right? Mm-hmm. Very one dimensional. The writing's on the page. Script's great. She was written very, like, almost like Pensatucky, just one-sided, just Mm -hmm. wrong, you know? And uh, I remember the very first take I did, like, the entire, like, I had everybody just laughing. And I knew, I was like, there it is. Because any Karen is the most ridiculous, I mean, they're just laughable. Totally. So, um, so many people are like, I never read this script to be so funny. But I'm like, so I just love that, like, I think she's going to just, you're just going to just, she's ridiculous. She's yeah. just downright ridiculous and just wrong. And for the fact that people have never seen one thing about it, just heard about it, mm-hmm. and then try to freak out about things before they see anything is ridiculous, man. It makes no sense. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's such a sensitive time. I mean, you literally mm-hmm. can't even be like, you can't really say anything. I mean. In a way, it's terrifying, especially when they started banning books. I thought it was beyond. I was like, okay, this is. Which book did they ban that I you I just loved? remember hearing they were talking about Oh, back then. No, recent. Okay, okay, okay. All that, like all the criteria and in schools, all changing. Like, remember, Scarlet Letter and and, uh, Mice and Men. Yeah, I mean, I can understand changing the curriculum, but like a hundred percent banning, banning, as if it never existed. It's it's absolutely the wrong direction to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think that I think that but so I'm just I'm just so concerned about this new thing that's going on. It's so dangerous to me. Yeah, I mean, it's dangerous. It's crazy because my son's in that world, too, and he only knows that world. We lived here. We lived here long before social media or phones or all that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, so we live like not saying we live real lives, but hanging out with our friends and doing things and being outside. And, stuff, and he only <laughs> knows that. And even I tell him, like, you don't don't write things like not like I write things bad. I'm like. Everything you put out there stays out there. Anything you talk about on your on your snap, the girls you're talking to, anything like you gotta. He's a gentleman anyway. I'm just like be everything stays and just. And I'm not. I just I, as a parent, I have to worry about that. But he's a great kid. I'm not worried about. It. But I'm just saying, people can take things and flip things and screenshot shit and make things up and. Yeah. You know that's what's scary. It's like, 
He only knows that world though. He doesn't know anything other than that. The mm-hmm. phone fucking. It is scary because doing his streaks and this shit, whatever this stuff is. What is it? He does his streaks on uh, Snapchat. These Snapchat. All this shit. <laughs> All the time, like, what are you and then doing? today, and, and then he did a vi- video last night. It went viral on TikTok. So woke up to like seventy five thousand views. Like some like thing like, he what did. What did you do? And he's like nothing. It's just a wow. weird thing. It's, it's a thing kids are doing, but it blew up, and he's like freaking out. How cute. He doesn't really care about TikTok, but his friend told him to do it. And and his went. Yeah, it's just because he's. adorable. Yeah, he's just. It's exciting. But, but it's just that world. It's like you know, everything you put out there is out there. And yeah, people say things and they make mistakes. But now, as soon as you say it, like this audience, your followers watching you, every, every move you make, right. people are just so ready to like. Dead yeah, they're, you, not, right? they're definitely not ready to illuminate your good side. Yeah. And that's, and that, and that, that says a lot. Like. Why? Why are people Sad, so ready man. to pounce on your shortcomings? Let's They're say. Think so. Hundred percent, man. Just jealous, them? hateful people, you know, man. But I mean, a lot of times people get twisted from a lot of things they're saying online, and they have these assumptions, you know. Yeah. And stereotypes yeah. that have built up. I just don't think they should be on. They shouldn't listen then. If they're so bothered by everyone being so free, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, life's hard enough for people, especially young kids. It's everybody, let alone people have to, like, put your life in a magnifying glass. But also, if you put yourself out there on these platforms, True. people yes. are going to be, you know, it's like. You're not wrong about that but we shouldn't have, But we also shouldn't have to tiptoe who we are right. when we post about things. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tricky, right? Because it's like. It's just that jumping through conclusions, you know? It's like you really have to see the whole thing of what it is, you know? Like. When we're sitting in front of a restaurant, this guy gets pulled over right in front of us. So we're sitting there eating, and then these cops come, like two cops. Oh, that's weak. Like, Get out of the car. And, you know, and this guy's like, hands up, and we're like, we're looking at each we're other. trying to like, figure it out, man. We're like, what's going on? I was like, uh, and then I was like, we were like, you know what? They're probably going to let him go, you know? And then his son was like, no way. Look at him. Look at him. You know, he's going to, he's going down. You know? What happened? Yeah, they were searching his car. They, they like broke the trunk. No, no, they're searching. Had him in handcuffs. Another guy, another car pulled up. Wow. He's definitely going away. I was like, you know, it was like scary to watch. I was like, this happens all the time. So you know, what happened? <laughs> they let him go. They let him go. He didn't do anything. <clears throat> no. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I was coming in from Palm Springs yes, or two days ago, and I was got caught downtown. And there was like, you know, a helicopter going around and there was like a chase. And it turns out there was a nine-year-old child in the car and they didn't even know about it. They're like shooting like tear gas at the car and then wow, the rubber pellets. Shit. And mm. a child got out of the trunk. You serious? Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yep. And the woman just driving around just lost her strudel out there. And, and, wow. And, but, you know, cause the kid went through the, you know, how like you can like go through the back seat into the trunk. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> Wow. I mean, people are out of control. They've just lost their minds. How's Palm Springs, though? I like it there. I love it there. I know. I like to go. I mean, our friend's got a place out there. He keeps inviting us to come there. I'm telling you, like, um, it's such a, I mean, I just feel like it's changed so much around here. What do you think? It has. Yeah, right? and it really has. I mean, especially because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So many people leaving, change. yeah. But a lot of people leaving, a lot of homeless people, <laughs> a lot of people with mental illness on the street. More than ever. Why do you think there's, besides people losing their homes because of everything, why why do you think there's so many um, extra, like, you know, all around lately with the tents and, I mean. It's, well, it's allowed, first and foremost. There's, like, a law that you can't, you can't move people off right. the street. Okay. So I think that really uh, added to it. They don't have the facilities to hold. No, I, well, I know that. Yeah, that's yeah. true, too. 
Um, you know, it's a combination of many things. You know, it's some people just don't want to be on on the grid, like it'd be like that's you know, what as I a thought. human. No, yeah, yeah. That's like anti-establishment, all that. Yeah, there's so many people that work with homeless people, mm-hmm. people who have just anti. Yeah, and they just establishment government trapped into a, a position. It's unsafe in a lot of the places that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, they want that freedom to be able to do what they want. They've been living that way for a long time. So Got it. They don't really want to change that. So it's really hard to figure out a solution to what can what can be done. I heard that there was like a big a big uh, budget for homeless, like something like four billion dollars in government. <coughs> really? I'd, I'd love to hear what. I mean, why are we still closed? You know, when old boy gets to go out everywhere. Yeah. You've seen them. I've seen them. We've Why seen them. Why are we them. so closed down? It's, it's opening up soon. California. So, I know tomorrow is supposed to open restaurants. Friday's at restaurants, supposedly, or Monday. I just heard that today. Yee! That's exciting. That's, that is exciting. It's huge. It's exciting to like, be able to leave somewhere soon and go and it's to another scary. town or city. It is scary. It's hard to understand you know, something that's so deadly and has an impact that you can't see. Mm-hmm. So that leads to people's imagination. It's stressful. Extremely stressful. I remember in the very beginning, like, it was completely like. We were shook. Max, mm-hmm. my son was wearing a gas mask to the fucking store. We were oh, shook. Yeah. Double fucking gloves. All that. that. Is insane. That fear can really drive people to do some crazy things. Mm-hmm. I remember when 9 11 happened and I was living outside of the country and my ex girlfriend is from Queens, was in New York while it was happening. And she was on the phone, and I, and I just remember coming back to New York and just real like seeing the mentality of people radically change. Wow! You know, there were people that were just like gung ho, like somebody's gonna pay for this. You know, somebody's got the payment. Like, <laughs> you know, just like, New York. Here we go. Yeah, I, like, I mean, I was like, this is not a good thing because you don't really know who did. You know, there isn't just one person. <laughs> Exactly. And then they just went after whoever, you know, like the government was like, okay, somebody's got to pay, and it just became a nightmare. Wow. Um, so it's scary when you get in that gang mentality of people just not really knowing what to do. It just leads to a lot of just chaos. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be happy when bands can start playing because there's a lot of musicians online that became scientists and doctors over the past couple months. <laughs> That's cool. And, so, and everybody, everybody's, yes. everybody knows that. about science and they know about doctors. Like, yo, you're a musician. Let's just do that. <laughs> Get back on tour because you know you can't become a doctor that fast during a pandemic. I respect that people are reading so much about it, but like the conspiracies, there's so much shit on the internet. It's such a dark fucking rabbit hole. Sometimes it's like with everything that's happening over the past year. You know. Here, I have a question for you. Do you still have to go do auditions since you're Absolutely. so good? Absolutely. Dang. Wow. Not my favorite thing to do. I and yeah. and what we'll, and, and, and go back. Was Hustle and Flow like your first? Not saying big movie, but put you out there into that world like it's a good story um let's hear it. hustle and shit. flow uh i was i was a hammy down are you familiar with a hammy down i had some from my brothers yeah that's right <laughs> we all had a hammy down handed to us maybe it came from your brother maybe it came from a friend so um the the part was offered to another actress and uh, she was getting married at the time so she didn't want no, to play no names no names we're good she didn't want to play a prostitute <laughs> Really? She didn't want to. Pl- no, she was getting married. She didn't want to play a prostitute. Yeah, that, that makes. Th- something bad. I just asked what it Over here, I'll do it. I'll <laughs> do it. 
You yeah, killed it, though. I got, I got the sweet hand-me-downs. Most of my rolls have been hand-me-downs. But I think it was meant to be, though. That's all. Well, that's the thing about you just... You don't want it? <laughs> one man's... What is it? One man's junk is another man's treasure. Treasure, 100%. And that's that. And that Give me your hand-me-downs. You were like... Shit, kill that shit. Meant to do yeah, yeah, man. That was the reality of it, that person. I mean, so many actors, you wouldn't believe, but, you know, it's because they couldn't get, you know, and it's like then the person that ends up, you wouldn't even know the process that it went through, but they were the ones for it. Right. You know, but, but that, that puts you in the spotlight, though, in a sense, correct? Um, The spotlight? As far as, like, being a, an actress, being out there, that role, like, you were already known, but that was, like, I don't know, like a major label hit record. I don't know. Well, like, it's funny sense. you should ask that question, because, um... <laughs> It's funny because after all these years, you know, you get older and you start to think about things in life. Um, I was never paid for that movie. Wow. Yeah, and I said it, and they know that. How does so. that happen? You're just like, you know what that, know what that calls for? <laughs> what hood is this? <laughs> we'll tell you about that after. Um, are you it, fucking for real? It's just funny because it's a movie that I'm most known for, and I was never paid for it. I, 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 I made my low budget, uh, low budget SAG whatever that was, but I had points on the back end, but like not, like first in points, not after recoupment. Like a record, like an Never album. Never yeah. honored. Oh my and that record, did, but that movie did really good, correct? Did, yeah, I mean, it did well. But, but in turn, you made money. It's not about the money. Either. I know. It's just that, you know, it's just that. It's interesting. Everybody, you know, it's like, it's hard. It's like, I know that without one of us, one ingredient in that, it wouldn't have been what it is. That's Facts. All. It took all of us, like to, it was a whole mission, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's something that I'm, I actually don't mind speaking about because yeah. I, it's it's not right, you know. But at the same, wow, and then you know, man. but in poor thing, God bless his soul, John Singleton passed. Yes, and he and he was a lovely person, such a goofball. Loved him so much. This isn't anything personal. Um, I don't know what happened. Just some accounting yeah. debacle. Wow. wow. But anyway, it was so much fun. We had a blast. Yeah, and you incredible. And who, who wrote those songs? Like. Uh, three Six Mafia. Oh, okay. Wow. Songs yeah, are so like, catchy too, man. Who I adore. They're awesome. There, there was so yeah. There were that was Taraji P. I really I forgot mm -hmm. she was in there. She was just yep. coming up. Taraji's amazing. Terrence. Um, yeah, Terrence yeah, too. Um, Anthony Anderson. That's right. It was yeah. so incredible. And then and Eight Mile was that was that a fun experience? Was that actually shot in Detroit? Yes. Sick. That was really cool. Do you yep. know anything about Detroit before? That? I hadn't been there. No. No, but I've been <laughs> there many Rock times City. since. You been? Mm -hmm. It's very, you know, man, it, it's gloomy there, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like, but no, you guys. Um, That's sick. Marshall Mathers is, I mean, he's hilarious. I mean, he was so cool. Brittany Murphy was on that. Who? Rest in a, peace. It was a dear heart, such a dear heart. And That's right, she was in there. Yeah, she was rad. Um, yeah. The whole cast was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Incredible movie, man. There was um, another gentleman, part of, what was his name? He was part of the crew. He took his life. Um, oh, wow. He was like, uh, he wore the beanie. He's kind of more like the hippie. Yeah, he's part of Eminem's part of crew, crew in there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. He's kind of like a like beatnik. Like, yeah. you know, do you remember? Yeah. He took his own life like wow. two years later. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know, like people go through things. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, but yeah, Marshall was amazing. And I remember what the first day on set, I walked up. You know, I'm just you know, first AD gets you. Were you a fan of Eminem? Yeah, cool. absolutely. Um, they walked me onto set, and then you know, it's kind of released you. And so I went walking up to him, and his bodyguards 
well, it was Paul, I think Paul Rosenberg. Was, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. one other was like, just just came right in front, you know, just to block right. it. I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just playing Janine. Yeah. Oh, you know, and then, they, but they they must just be so used to, you know. So that was funny. Yeah, he did good, good acting. He was great, was man. Pro- that's what it's gonna. I was like, we got a good laugh out of that one. How the hell? I mean. Well, he had acting classes before. Oh man, um, I just feel like there's some otherworldly, you know, many lives here before stuff. Something because he just seems so natural on screen. He's smart though, you know, because really smart people listen, and um, mm. he definitely is very observant. You know, watches. You know, he wasn't like there, like he was listening, listening to Curtis Hansen, incredible director, okay. taking all the notes. Like he wanted to be great, I see. you know, and like yeah, humble. Right, right. Very Seems like it. And he really didn't act after that. Did he do any movies after that? Wow, I man. Think so. I think it's he was hard. offered everything, too. Under he what? Set. It seems like he was offered a bunch, mm-hmm. too. Right. Yeah, but I don't know if he... I don't know if he didn't like it. Who knows? And that song's like one of his biggest songs, too. It's from the soundtrack. It's insane. Lose Lose, you chill out, bro. <laughs> you better chill out, bro. <laughs> what song? And I think it's kind of hard like you do a movie about your life and do anything after that. It's kind of sick, I mean, man. What do you didn't do anything after that? Well, I mean, no, I do another another acting after that. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. I'm done. I'm no, like, <laughs> no, like how fifty, like Fifty Cent did Get Rich and Die Trying. Now he's like he has like all the shows from that. You know what I mean? He continued yeah. acting. Yeah. Evan just went back to music. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. And he killed that shit. Yeah. I like. I think he's cool because he's um he's never been like you don't see him out and about. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. just he's off the in grid, the man. Cut, you know, I, I love yep. that. He still lives in Detroit. Yeah, he's on the yeah. ground a little bit promoting things, but he's like not on the ground. Like, yeah, yeah man, he's he's special. He's yeah. man, you've done a lot of movies. <laughs> I was looking at this. I was like, my god, I'm so like, lucky. I'm very lucky. Great. I'm very blessed. You like doing horror movies? I've seen I do. Those it's are fun. fun. <laughs> yeah, because you've done so many. I'm like, wow. It's fun to be on set of those because in between we joke so much because right. it's so intense that we just crack the you know I'm silliest sure. jokes. So yeah, those are fun. Have you thought about getting into writing movies or directing? Or? Yeah, I've written a couple of scripts. I've directed a web series that I wrote. And yeah, it's fun. I love all that. Uh, I love directing actors. Because a lot of times right. when you're like running for uh, chasing the sun or you know what I mean? Like you only get like one take. Uh-huh. And an actor is like a car. Like you can't just, you know, you have to warm like you have to warm an actor up and to, yeah. to rob them of, of a take like that, you know? So I love to just... When I was directing, just like let the actors go, like mm-hmm. take it off book. Like I don't care. Like just get it, you know. Do right, what you right. do. Do what you train to do. Because so many times you just get stifled, you know. All right, and cut. Right. right. Mm. I just, what? You know. And moving yeah. on. Turn it around. <laughs> swapping a lens. Oh, it's like man. what? <laughs> this is crazy, I got mad on Karen one day. Just one day. Yeah. I held my other. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this was this my scene, and the sun was going down. Uh, and so oh, whoa, whoa, we gotta do this. You get the I got one take. Uh, Dang, I had all these plans for but it. That, that must, that must, that would drive me crazy. Me too. Like, oh, yeah. I was in the studio, and they're like, "Yo, this can you is imagine?" Yeah, I can't imagine. They're like, "You gotta do this take." Like, what are you talking about? Now, <laughs> and then, and then, it's done. Like yeah. you don't get to go back because time. You know time that location's just, a wrap. Like, what do you? I was, I was Where'd you shoot that at? What's I'm um, in uh, Atlanta. And then Orange New Black, did you get, shoot that in New York for mm-hmm. real? Wow. Yeah. The prison out there, huh? It was a set. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to believe it's real. But it, it might as well have been. Mm. 
I like Crazy Eyes though. Is that her name? Oh my gosh, yes. she was Hilarious. scary when it first came out. After that, I thought she was cute. I'm like, oh, she's not even scary anymore. I don't know why. Yeah, she, man, she's amazing. Yeah, she won so many awards. So proud of her. What a character I call her. Character. (laughs) Yeah, that was that was a lot of seasons too, man. That was like a long. And you made friends from. Do you make friends from your movies or people that you like wouldn't expect to be friends? You're like, holy shit! Now we're like really good friends. Yeah, Yeah, you make friends, and then. And then you go on, you know, yeah. because we're, all, you know, it's like it's like these little short sort of, uh, I got you, romances, if you will, mm-hmm. um, not like that, but you know, you just you right. get so close day in and day out, and then everybody moves on because people live in different states. Or is there anyone that you that stuck like mm-hmm. friend wise? Yeah, that's, like, that's cool. Yeah, that's for cool. sure. Here that's like there, a sweetie bands on tour, you know. But same thing. Some actors, you know, we just we're just high and by friends, really. We don't, I mean, we, we act like we care, but mm. we don't really care. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding with you. Like, oh, wow. So I, like, I don't, so I, when I wrap a film and they go, picture wrap and they clap, I, I literally go, please don't do that thing to me. I don't like it because right. I don't like to say goodbye yeah. to everybody, the whole crew. <laughs> and I just dip, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, get me out of here. Like a, what did they used to call it? A French exit? Is that what it is? I don't know. I, like, people are like, you can't say that anymore. I was like, what are you talking about? Oh, gosh. You're going to be canceled for that one. Um, I already canceled. <laughs> Do we have another movie? Time Wasted. Is that a new one coming out? Time Wasted. There's a new movie. I, I ran down over here. Not Bring uh, Me Back. I'm trying to think. What, those are the songs. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I have no, t- no, I had oh, you know, co- um, You're talking about... Uh, your new movie's coming out. Last Call? Last call. I'm sorry. Yes. Last, last call. call is coming out. Uh, it's coming out March 19th. Yeah, it's March 19th. That's a really good one with You'll Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, with Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. He's amazing in it. Hilarious. And every last one, too, you have coming out. And every last one of them. I have a few. Um, there's another movie called Bobcat Moretti. Oh, God. It's coming out. Um, and then there's another one, but I don't know what they've renamed it. It's okay. The working title. Um, you have a lot of stuff. Wow. And then Karen. Five. I'm stoked for Karen, man. That sounds. But the Pippin one looks good. I watched the trailer for Pippin. That looks awesome. Yeah, that one's going to be good. So that's about um, like a last very... Call. Last call. Right. It's yeah. about like um, the gentrification of like a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They okay. want to build a casino and just kind of trying to push Got everybody it. out, which is kind of... People would be like, what? You know, but this happens. It happens all the time. You know? Right exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's it's pretty relevant. And Extremely relevant. Yeah. Okay. It's like a close-knit group of friends that really haven't changed much, you know? That's cool. Feel good. Is there anything you learned about yourself or changed about yourself during the pandemic? Hmm. Learned or changed? I don't know. Just something. Just something that I learned that Democrats like to eat babies. <laughs> I heard about that too. <laughs> Come on, man! I didn't, make that, I didn't make that up. I'm kidding. <laughs> do, you, do you cook? You cook? Yeah. Cook? Okay. I'm vegan. Yeah, what? I know. Let's get into that. What? Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey. I've learned. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I've learned so much. You know, I've learned that I really. It do enjoy being home and like yeah just cultivating you know like taking good care of like your home that you earned and you yeah know, you built for yourself and all that and just finding out like who your true friends are right that's facts and, and realizing mm-hmm. like you know, you know just yeah there's not a lot of them yeah turns out i do love being on one hand <laughs> <laughs> how when did you move how long, when, when did you leave california how long ago California. I'm here. No, you live in Palm Springs? Oh, this is California. Duh. Oh. I fucked up. I'm sorry. I fucked up. I fucked up. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, guys. It's cute. I'm so I fucked up. I'm sorry. 
That's Palm Springs. That's right. It's Stupid. like only an hour and 48 minutes away. I know. Shit. It's beautiful. Um, Is there any question? What did you yeah. learn? What did you guys learn about yourselves during the plan? I learned about, I learned how to not stress about things I have no control over. Like nice. the future of music. Like I'll, I'll live in this moment, podcast, be my family, be healthy, exercise, do my shit. I can control that, but I have no control when I play a show again. So and that's hard. Yeah. But now we're booking shit. So that's good. But if it happens, you know, cross my fingers on that, you know. That's some good valuable lessons. Yeah. It's too much stress for shit. What about you? Uh, to treat myself better, you know. I guess I wasn't really treating myself so well, being too harsh. Well, mm. Give us, giving us a, an example. Um, I guess a lot of things that Toby was saying about not being, not stressing over things that are out of my hands. Yeah. Mm. Really getting to enjoy being uh, with myself. You know, a lot of times I'm around people from touring and everything. Yeah. It's just all the time. Um, and I found that it's hard. I found that a lot of people have a hard time being by themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized mm. I love being by myself. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like really enjoyable. And so that discipline of treating myself well daily, you know, becoming a habit, you know, I, sh- I should be doing this all the time. I love yeah. it. Yeah. That's really um, sweet. Just little things, you know, like, okay, I'm going to make my bed every day. I saw that the other day. I was really impressed when I came by. Yeah, it was <laughs> nice. It's the little things. I want to make mine now. Um, going, going on walks, you know. You like walk a lot. Day, if not more now, like hour and a half, like being in my head and being okay with that because it can be stressful. You have all these stuff, mm-hmm. but just really taking ease, you know, with like the, being thankful for like the very positive things because I hear about all these things happening to people during this pandemic. True. I know. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, what am I complaining about? Mm-hmm. Like, it really staying focused on being positive and, and giving off that energy, being around positive people, that's a big game changer. Yeah. Um, you know, and saying no to things. Like, I was saying yes to a lot of things all the time. Like, I guess <laughs> I have to do that, you know, like, we got to do that, do that. It's like, no. And I'm not feel bad about saying no. Like That's good, too. That's huge. There's a power in no. Oh, there really is, say. man. So, like, yeah, those little things really helped, and I definitely became yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like self-esteem is is the most, you know, is the biggest thing uh-huh. that makes us who we are. You know, so like yeah. self-love, self-esteem, treating yourself great—that's huge. Absolutely. Because then no one can really mess with you at that point because you're like, right. you know, <laughs> yeah, it's true totally. too. You're yeah, like, I'm a good person. Yeah. You know, you, you not my chair, not my problem. Right. <laughs> <laughs> is there, do, you, do you do a lot of podcasts or interviews? Or- I mean, I've done a lot of interviews. And I've done some podcasts. Is that people haven't asked you that you want to be asked? Mm, How do they ask me this? <laughs> I'm always talking about this and this, but they never ask me That's a good question. Not really. No. No. Do you have any top five MCs? Or I know you love hip-hop, too. Oh, yeah. Do you have any, do you have any favorites? Yeah. Um, Nas. Yes. He's, he's my he's my top greatest top. rapper of all time, dude. Um, it's my, that's my number one. Wow. Too. My number one. I, so we got Nas. Fucking crazy. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. He's my top five. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of Tribe Called Quest. Yo, man, who is this girl? Look. And you know I love De La Soul. Come on, dude. What the fuck, man? She's in all my top five. I know, I know. And that's the thing. I could go so many. Are we like talking a, about we're you're like a '90s head. <laughs> uh, super. That's so great. We have all the same shit. It's crazy. I kind of love Cypress Hill. 
Yeah. About to have the 30 anniversary of their first album right now. I mean, and it's like I could point out each, you know, which one, but I love, you know, I love the far thing. That's a great, strong. Strong man. But that was just MCs and rappers. Yeah. Biggie Nas, dude, the best. Definitely like a little bit more East Coast vibe. You can tell. But my brother, I grew up listening to Kwame, Fresh Prince, Big Daddy Kane. Yes. All that. Yes. My brother's like your age. Okay. That, so. You like Mob Deep and stuff like yeah, that. I mean, yeah. Two turntables and a microphone. All, yeah. My brother's like a break dancer, like. Oh, the whole shebang. So he never got back into music? That oh, he does music, but okay. it's just on that level, you know? Right. Yeah. She said Nas, man. I love her even more. <laughs> like, all the top five. That's it's all wild. It's all my shit. Nice. It's so good. Um, I mean, one of my questions, are you an optimist or pessimist? But I know that you're super positive. I can be both, though. Yeah. I just I just think that uh, life is a, is a balance, you know? It's not about pes- pessimists. It's just that I... I can be serious too. Mm. Yeah, I can be happy and up upbeat, but I, c- I also like to like keep it real too. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't like to just like go on the surface like, oh, life is just dandy. Totally. <laughs> totally. Because it's not all the time, you it's know? And, and that's the thing is that you have to feel things like a cloud passes. You know, all emotions are beautiful happiness, even anger, tears. But so long, so long as it passes, you know, you feel it, let it pass. But when you suppress things, mm-hmm. is when you snap. Yeah, you seem super in tune with yourself. Off. Your mind, your body, everything. You're super spiritual, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. You're very calm. Oh. <laughs> I mean, maybe today you're calm, yeah. No, I'm calm. <laughs> I'm very calm, actually. Do you I'm have... Um, a long way with that one. Yeah. Are you, um, are you, so, are you a sober person, too? Sober? No. Like, like, like straight edge like you? No, I mean, like, uh, go, go to meetings or are you a so, no. sobriety person? Okay, no, yeah. but I'm not, like, some crazy addict. I yeah, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Um, have any regrets? Oh, so many. <laughs> a lot. Some people say no. They're like, I went through stuff I've been through. It's not a regret. You know what I mean? Yeah, stuff that I've been through. Like, yeah. I mean, for sure. Like, I definitely love the the thought of like going through stuff. It makes you stronger. But there's certain things you don't need to repeat again and again yeah. and again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. That's you just true. Keep getting the same results. Like, damn it. Yeah. Do it again. Do <laughs> you have any regrets, Derek? Me? I, I guess I could pilot some. <laughs> hey, don't. If you yeah. don't, they're not sitting there on the top. Exactly. Of, it's true. They're not there fine. really. Mm. Right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't have any regrets that I can think of. Do you have any daily rituals? Um, Daily rituals. Not that I can think about this very You a coffee moment. person? Not really. I don't Do you know. have any animals? Yes. Yeah, she does, yeah. Four. I have two rescue senior dogs, a bonded pair that I rescued, adopted, and two rescue cats. Excellent. And they all love each other. It's amazing. Happy family. Mm -hmm. And when did you decide? I was going to ask her that. I was just going to say that next, yeah. What inspired Um, you to go vegan, yeah. Well, I was sort of, well, I've been vegetarian pretty much since I was 13. Sick. And um, that was because I got detention a lot. In seventh grade. <laughs> so I met one fine day. <laughs> I was very disruptive. Um, I got class clown in seventh and eighth grade. And then and then after my dad died, I went from being like, yeah, to just sleeping every day on my desk. Wow. Like it was like, you know. Night and day. Yeah, that was, that's how that manifested. But um, anyway, so by being disruptive, one fine day, the PE teacher, because it was like 
I don't know, she was looking over detention that day. Mm-hmm. So she threw down like a stack of magazines and it was all about like animal cruelty. Wow. And like they get, and no, it, this is how random. And they, it was like a story about like a cow going to slaughter and they named the damn cow. It was like Ruth or something. And, <laughs> you know, and just like, and I just, I read it and I was, you know, just before you know it, I'm just like, really? yeah, and just, and I never really, my mom said I never liked meat. I'd always douse mm. my anything and just sauce. Like I never liked flesh like that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm an O negative blood type, and an O negative blood type is like a really intense meat eater by nature. Oh wow, I didn't even know that. And probably why I never grew to be, you know, my potential size <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> um, I didn't know about the blood. That's interesting. Yeah, so um, it's a blood type that like requires like bloody meat, rare. Wow. But as if, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not going to happen. And um, I was sort of forced into plant-based, meaning I met a person that was really mean, like a mean vegan. Oh, I'm sure you've encountered Like a preachy, like, like don't judgmental. Abusive. Abusive vegan. It's the worst. I, I, I'm sorry. So I was abused into being a vegan, but it was fine because I was already a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> and I learned through this person that like i think a lot of people have a misconception about veganism that you have to like eat like a rabbit like just lettuce and totally you know and it's not even like that so this particular person like taught me how to eat off the children's menu basically but as a vegan like you (laughs) you too can have like macaroni and cheese and chicken tenders let's say and a grilled cheese sandwich all vegan but like basically kind of shifted my perception of veganism and i was like i could do this and then once you (laughs) then yeah, sort of once you know after that, you, you just, going you, back. Yeah. yeah, you know, even if you, it's just, once you know, and, and it just depends. Some people do it for diet purposes. Some people do it because of the animals. I per, I personally do it because of animals. Me too. And, um, and you know, not a lot of people do it for that reason. So it's hard, you have to be so, when you're trying to sort of like talk to somebody about veganism, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be very tailor specific to you know why and so for people that don't give a crap about animals because of whatever issues they have sociopathic yeah yeah. (laughs) right which is a whole other horse totally color um i always say well how about this all right so i say this meat is dead it's dead matter right dead so if 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 we're all born to die right no one's getting out of here alive (laughs) so why would you want to put dead matter inside of your body when that's the inevitable right it's because meat literally rots in your colon to where you get colon cancer yep. it you know people don't chew their food enough um so meat can get stuck in your damn colon for 20 years yeah and so many people die of colon cancer so if it's not for the animals it's like you just want to eat live foods and then people go all right fine well when you cut off a plant uh, you can't, right? i can't stand here that, we go man. oh my when god when you cut off a plant i go what it grows back. But what happens when you cut off a cow's head? Does exactly. it grow back? No, because it's dead. Dead Great matter, point. dead this, dead that, right? Great point. And, Great and, point. and so then they're like, oh. And then you start, like, you guys know a sunflower, right? Mm-hmm. They literally follow the sun. So you want to eat live foods because you want to live. Yeah. She, she broke that shit down. Yeah, it's And that's great. just how I have to do it with people that, because if they don't, you know, I'll, some people you just say, if you knew what they did, how you, if you want to know how they get dairy, 
truly. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. You know what I mean? People don't even think about the dairy part. I think it's just the meat. Don't eat meat, but the dairy is just as bad or worse as when they treat animals. Yeah. And how they rape the cows to get it. Because, you know, you have to be stimulated to make milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't have a baby sucking on your udders. How else do you think that they're getting the milk? Yeah. Not in a way that is through any tenderness or yeah, homeostasis, if you will. Yeah. Or if you won't. So <laughs> it's just like, oh, I don't mm-hmm. know. There's just so many ways to skin a cat. It's crazy that like, it's crazy humans. You lost me there. Right now. <laughs> it's crazy how humans drink uh, uh, cow's milk, <laughs> like a breast of cow's milk. And then. Mucus. And, w- and that, it's so weird that that's a normal thing to drink milk. From a cow's, it's it's crazy that it's just the normal. Well, but but oh, but I hate that. But it's a cow, worst. but a cow doesn't eat meat at all. I know. No, I know. And they're the most tender, sweetest. And, and don't, I mean, adult cows aren't sucking on udders either. No, I'm just saying, but they rip yeah, the baby. I'm just saying in general, like there's adult people like I need milk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, know. how many times can you, you know, exhaust? Well, well, even animals, they're. Grow out of that, yeah, know? like easy. <laughs> like I'm an old ass lady now. <laughs> I, I like how vegans now they're like, you know, <laughs> talking crap about the Impossible Burger and the Beyond Burger and not supporting McDonald's and those places. But what do you want? Do you want this place to be, you want people to kill less animals? Like, don't go eat it. You don't have to go eat it. It's not for everybody. It's not for vegans. It's for meat eaters to try something that's vegan that tastes actually good. It's not a dry ass Boca Burger from 1992. So we're making better <laughs> products. We're making better products for people to, to have vegan. Well, Stuff. Let me put this. It's not just for Wait, vegans. What was your point, though? My but, point's like right. how vegans are dissing Impossible and Why? Beyond and these fake meats and like don't They're support McDonald's. To be like meat. Why are they making products that are and like trying to be like meat? Yo, you don't have to go to Burger. Don't go buy it. It's not, other people buy the Whopper. Doesn't you have to don't buy it then? You know, it's not just for you. It's for meat eaters to have something that's Earth not people, meat that Earth, tastes good. Or it's for people that need to get some fast food and what a great option. I know. You know. I just like no vegans. Food. Vegans can be the right. worst critics it's of vegans. Like yeah. like destroying the planet. Like vegans hurt other vegans. It's like the That's most a, harsh critics of each other, and it's like, true. I know. It's about the animals. It's not about you. It's about the fucking animals. It's about saving lives. Mm-hmm. So if they're saving lives with the Whopper at Burger King, that's amazing. That's the goal, mm-hmm. right? It's not. It's people did. It's about like they get on their, their stools and they're high, you know. It's all about me and the devil's advocate. Okay, why go. would you support those companies that are killing animals as well? True. True, but you don't have to. Nobody's telling you to go buy the fucking Whopper, but it's an option for people who want to try vegan food. And I know so when I was in Atlanta, not not a super vegan friendly no. territory. So I'm not gonna lie, I got a Burger King Beyond Burger. Yeah. And thank thank heavens for that option. But, but you're not there. wrong about what you just said about that because. But at the same time, I already know that so many people are, are getting closer and closer to realizing this, and it's just beautiful. Yeah, it's definitely a process, a learning process, and it's it's not going to happen overnight. No. Nah. And I don't expect the whole world to be vegan also. Right. That's well, I do. Concerned. No, I'm just kidding. I think I'm it's kidding. great that people are eating less. It's like totally. what if the whole world farted at once. Wow. At once. <laughs> um. Um, Utter disaster. But but we are going we are going at a great. <laughs> like like I know my friend she has iron. Oh yeah. Problem, uh, but she's vegan. Right. But you but you so feel like you, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm always cold. Always cold. My skin takes forever to heal if I have like even a paper cut on it. Or a tattoo or anything like that it takes a long time. Yeah, actually. Sounds like diabetes. Getting my 
wearing a tattoo, and I've sat through many tattoos. Wow. That I've never thrown up before, but I do eat a lot of Oreos in my vegan diet. It's okay. You do what you gotta do, that's man. What I hand to people well, that's like, oh, iron for you. I'm like, here's a pack of Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> And those are vegans. Don't vegan by default. They're original, man. The Oreos are always been vegan. That. It's really I cool. This question too. I mean, did do you like the taste of me? I mean, no, you no, probably. gosh, no. Mm-mm. Uh, nah, I don't remember liking it. My mom made meatloaf in the house, and we make McDonald's once in a while, but it wasn't because a you thing. Know, they've been developing this meat now, where it's from cells of cows. Oh yeah. To a, a, a lab, and then they they zap it like a muscle would be zapped. Mm-hmm. You know, And it's, like, it's coming from a cow and it's flesh. It's meat. Okay. It's not from cow? killing the cow. What's that? But, and then where does the cow go then? Yeah. How's it? Tra- no, how's it's just getting the cells from the cow. It's like, oh, let's get this. Like from skin the cell. cells? Or they... Yeah. And it's just like, let's grow huh. those cells of the cow. Interesting. The and so they're able to create. Interesting. Okay. That's where no animal was killed. Mm-hmm. Not a massive amount of water was used in order to create it. You know, it's not just And the grazing. The but then but then there's still a cow that needs to eat and graze. That's fine. They can. They're just getting the cells from it. Right. They can mm. sit there and graze. You know, so and these and it and it has nutri- it's it's all there? It's all there. Weird. What's it called? But what? But lab meat. I, 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 they don't. Sounds like sounds like transhumanism to me. But it's something that's, you know, there are certain vegans or people that are like, that, I would never eat that. So so, I, so I don't. don't. Know, I don't know if I would. Yeah, I, I know. It's I was but, asking me. There was like, what would be the difference? I was like, actually, it's like we if looked you that up. Put that out there. Can you fact you check this? You probably wouldn't. You wouldn't know. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Like if you put that in front of a meat eater, they're like, oh, you're so adamant about eating meat. Right. It sounds like astronaut food almost. Like it's like yeah, yeah. It's a crazy thing, you know. I would need it. If sounds expensive. Eat, it would be expensive. It is expensive now because the process takes some time. Right. But no, could be less cows being slaughtered. Correct. There'd be no cows slaughtered. So that's the whole point. We don't have to eat it, but other people. Right. Yeah, it's like there's an option for people who want meat. Got it. Meat is a meat produced by in vitro cell culture of animal cells instead of from slaughtered animals. So they're still getting. Yeah, they gotta get a scraping inside the cheek. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. It's a new, it's a way where an animal doesn't have to Same be I do think people are becoming more conscious about what they're eating these days, for sure. So there's you know? a, and then there's like, I noticed there's another thought about that is like, um, there's a lot of estrogen in mm-hmm. soy. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's a no. Are they trying to like make us all a bunch of wimps? No. Um what the soy uh-huh. what the soy causes you mean? Uh, yeah. yeah that's been going that's been talked about for like twenty years, right? The estrogen and the soy. You know what? It's just, it's a balance, you know. It's right. really finding that balance that's good for you. Each person's a little bit different and you you have to experiment. It's good to experiment to figure out what works best for you and that takes time. I know that I spent many years not knowing and thinking about it and eating poorly. Are you vegan? Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you like Dr. So, Sebi? <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. How many years have you been vegan for now? Uh, well, I started vegetarian. I was 15. Same time I started growing dreads. Damn. Comb your hair and you don't eat meat. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with and you? And a skateboard. I was like, and you're, you don't drive. And who, eat meat. and who is this black you flag? Listen to, to this. Black metal music. <laughs> <laughs> and Black flag. In the band. <laughs> 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 like, 
What happened to you? Like, what is going on? What went Man, terribly <laughs> So what? So that was the eighties then, right? That's awesome. Yeah, that was the eighties. But I had an uncle who was who was completely vegan and I just I remember him coming to the In house the eighties? In that's, the seventies. Oh like, wow, that's vegan. sick. He just come to the house like I'm good. I'm you know, I don't you don't have to make me anything. You'd always have his own stuff. How cute. Curious, like what's that? How did he get into that? You know, way back he then. Was, he was really like was was it part of religion or something yes. back then, or he was just really into reading a lot of different That's books sick. about life, mm-hmm. you know, and and just sustainability. Mm-hmm. He was reading all that stuff back then. Like you are what you eat. Yeah, yeah. The aliens don't like meat eaters. I wouldn't think so. And I'm here to please <laughs> the aliens. Really. They don't like meat eaters? No. They're like they're like little plants, you know? Like yeah. I feel you know, I don't, I feel like they're they don't like that. Yeah. I don't know if we were born we weren't even born with like canines. No. Like we were no. I feel like we were born as herbivores. I agree with that. And then adapted into you know. No, yeah. It definitely looks that way. Mm-hmm. It just feels <laughs> I mean, right? the, the anatomy of the it just feels good to live like a cruelty free, cruelty free life, knowing that we don't hurt anybody yeah. and hurt anything, Aww. and do our best. You know what I mean? You know, it's not only just one thing. It's like, yeah, like you were saying, the planet, animals, the mentality of like your being, of how you feel about yourself and the other things around you, and taking all of that in consideration. You know, it's it's definitely a learning process for me. Like I had to learn about the fact of of when I first started, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this as an experiment, and then I started learning about how. It was affecting the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And things like that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to wear this leather anymore. I felt, I started to feel really bad about it. And I was like, and then learning about the process of how they get it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm definitely not wearing this. Yeah. And just being okay with it. There's so many more options now. Mm-hmm. Than from totally. Started, True. You know, so it's becoming much easier. Yep. And uh, I think that's great. You know, I, I love the fact that people are just like, oh, we have one day a week where we're not eating meat. And I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. It's something. So it's cool. a start. Yeah. It's, it's love it. to start. And then mm-hmm. I don't judge them or anything. I'm just like applauding them because mm-hmm. they never did that before. It's huge. I know. You know it's it's huge. huge. I hate it like when Beyonce and Jay-Z went vegan for like 30 days and then awesome. people started posting pictures of them wearing like leather and fur. I'm like, yo, dude, like, let them try. At least what? they're trying, they're dude. Really like imagine down. if she went vegan at, like... Yeah, they, she started like a vegan catering company now, but they tried, but they was getting blasted nice. in the media about like, well, she's wearing shoes. Yo, she's been vegan a week. Leave her fucking, leave her alone, dude. And how do we know it's not a vegan leather? I know, you know they I know. so real now. But just people just like jump on people. They like, let people take it, like take it slow, try it out, see if you like it. It's like, because once you make that jump, it's like for life, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I, I would never, I don't know if like somebody said, would you eat meat or try alcohol? That's a fucked up question. Some, no, I'm saying no because I, 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 I never tried anything. Right. So if somebody asked me that question, that's a hard thing. Like, I, I, I would never eat an animal, man. I, would, I could never do it, man. You they know? always put you in that scenario. If you're on an island. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would, the I would, only thing you can eat I know. What if you were? What if you were in that movie Alive? Like, I'm would, oh, you, that would you be in your <laughs> That's such a great movie. Wow, <laughs> man. Never that one? Yeah, what would I eat, though? I mean... You know what happened. I know. I'd have to do that. I mean, back then, I'd have to do that. You know, I but you know what I mean, though? That's a do- Yeah, that, that's like life. In- yeah, I know what you're saying. That's. Ooh, yeah. I know. That's that's gnarly, man. Can't do it. I know. <laughs> um, well, I think we covered a lot of stuff. We, what are the, some of the stuff that's coming up? There's editing here. Well, now we're chilling, man. We're chilling. The Carrie movie comes out. What else comes out next? The Last Call comes out first, mm-hmm. correct? March 19th. 
Yeah. March. And that's with Jamie, Kennedy, Jamie Kennedy Jamie and Piven. Ken- Kennedy, uh, Jeremy Piven, um, Bruce Stern. Okay. Uh, Zach. Uh, what is it? Fucking Zach's last name. It's long and it's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Zach. Um, Zach Snuffleupagus, where the guy's name is. I'm just kidding. Um, Here. I'll show you. you know his name? Yeah, his last name's hard to pronounce. <laughs> you any more questions, Derek? I believe that's it for. Let me check my, let me check my notes, though. Since Oh, Zach McGowan. Okay. Zach McGowan? Yeah, he's the star of it. Him and Jeremy. And it's really funny. Yeah, that's so. cool. I've seen Jeremy in the movie. That's cool. I haven't it's really seen Jeremy cool. in a movie in a while. He's really funny. Yeah, he's super funny. He does a lot of stand-up comedy. Um, yeah, he yeah, he does, awesome. right? Yeah. Entourage, all that I shit. I think he's misunderstood, too. Like, I remember being on set like, oh. <laughs> you know, oh, him back he, then? No, like, I didn't know if he was, like, you know, mm. mean or something. But... That's, again, like, just the rumors people start about yeah. people. Yeah. Greatest guy ever. Sweetheart. Happy. Yeah. You know? What do you think is the think biggest mis- misconception of you that people think that you are a certain way? Just that That's a good I question, am. right? Which one? Misconception. Of you. Yeah. Um, probably that, you know, that I, I am the characters that I play. Um, pretty much, you know? Yeah. And that I'm basically, like, white trash through and through you know wow you know and that bothers me a little bit but at the same time not anymore because i know who i am yeah you know at this point it used to oh my gosh it used to bother me i used to cry and cry why can't i pay the pretty girl you know i used to i used to get so upset with my agents my manager i'm not a character actress Mm. you know like yeah these are all hang-ups all through my 20s and 30s and i i was turning down roles left and right and i stopped working Right. You know, so wow. it's like, and I was like, fine. But at the same time, um, and something I did learn uh, through COVID is like, I don't want to kill myself anymore in movies. I don't want to die of drug overdoses. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be killed mm-hmm. uh, f- like flagrantly without like, a you know, purpose, like in the film, a pivotal. It, because I think that life imitates art. And I think you have to be really careful because when you put your heart and soul, because we know about the secret, right? What you visualize, what you yeah. think. You you know, you can literally create your entire existence in the best way. You really can have whatever the heck you want. Yeah. And that's that's what's so incredible. Um, so you can also like let's say I'm acting, right? And I'm putting all my heart and soul into it. You have the feelings, the butterflies in your stomach, you know, you're on set and I'm there to kill myself, right? Because I'm in character. How does how does the universe know the difference? When you're putting yeah. your all into it, right? Yeah. It's like the same as like fight or flight mode. Like how does your body know the difference if you're picking up a car off of a baby or if you're just paranoid one night? You're still secreting the same hormone yeah. that gives you fight or flight mode. So it's just like I don't want to expect uh, my own mind to compartmentalize things so much anymore. I want to be a little nicer to myself. Mm-hmm. And stop doing that to myself. So yeah. I've really been really funny about the roles I take and making sure that there's a redeeming quality. Like, for instance, rather than being a patient in the rehab, I'd rather be the counselor. Yeah. I, you know, like I still will. I know that people are used to seeing me in a certain setting, but I don't want to be the victim anymore. I don't want to be the yeah. down and out one. I want to be like the hope or, you know, the I love faith that. in it. So, That's really these are big adjustments that, you know, I don't know if, how it'll go over, but no is a powerful, you know, the word no yeah, we talk, yeah. is a powerful thing. It really is. And yeah. That's going to be a position to do that. Just pick and choose what you want to do too, right? I mean, it's not, I mean, I don't have it like that. Okay. It's just, 
<laughs> easy. I wish. But yeah, I did just turn down. I turned down two roles in a row. One, because it wanted me to go to the Cayman Islands for oh. like six weeks. I know that sounds a certain way, but I love my animals too much. And mm. I'm too, I just, my life and my routine and just, yeah. you know, like it, I have learned a lot about that. Like that's six weeks away from myself, right. you know, right. and, and uh, you know, long time. Yeah, so I've turned that down. I didn't love one part of the script, and they weren't willing to change it. And then there was another script that I turned down because she was kind of a derelict. I mean, she had some redeeming stuff, but it was like, I've done this, mm -hmm. you know? It's really awesome to hear because there's so many actors I think that are incredible. Mm -hmm. And I just, so disappointing at times to see certain movies that they're taking certain parts where I'm like, why did they do Again, yeah. it's not always their fault. Yeah, I, I and I realize that now, like meeting so many actors out here, and I'm like, damn it! I'm like, you're such a versatile actor. Mm -hmm. like, you know, you're pigeonholing yourself into one specific mm -hmm. type yeah. where everybody keeps coming back to you. Like, mm -hmm. uh, They're typecast, yes, right? And it sucks because I see a lot of uh, certain black actors as well. They would talk about this. They're like, I'm always the pimp, always the you know, the, mm -hmm. you know and the, girls are usually the, the girlfriend or the wife, right? You know, like, ah, enough of the, you know, like I, I, I just want to see them as a fan. I would love to see them do other stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what they're capable of doing and I know they would kill it. But sometimes they're just not getting offered those. Products. It's true. It sucks, yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? And you have to make a living. Yes. So yes. it's such a catch 22. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I saw like <laughs> I was watching something. I was like, why is why did Ice-T do like Leprechaun like in the hood? <laughs> you know, and I was just like, I guess. <laughs> we were watching him last night on Jimmy Fallon. Is that oh, it? He's hilarious. This bagel. You know, he probably. I really want to meet that. Like, <laughs> who was the person? Like, okay. I know there was like kind of one, two, and three. But this one's going to take place in the hood. With ice tea. We're going to ice tea. Gonna, oh my God, dude. I just want to see this. Like, can you sit in the hood, though? Not in space, because we did Leprechaun in space. This one's in the hood. Like, I just want to... I can't with this. It's hilarious. And I watched it. Is it what? I gotta watch it. It was good? Of course not. No, but it was really... I mean, it was the beginning of the pandemic. I was like, I'm watching everything. Was he funny, though? He's kind of funny, right? Yeah. And I and I was like, oh, man, this... That's hilarious. That's hilarious. But those type of stuff, I mean, it happens. You gotta make a living. Yeah. Do you have a favorite role you played? Um, for sure. I think Hustle and Flow is definitely yeah. one of them. And Cleveland Abduction. Yes. I, I'm going to watch that one. So good. Watching that. It's so it much so easier good. to be in the movie more than less. I know that sounds really <laughs> weird, but <laughs> <laughs> I do much better when I'm in every frame. <laughs> Hint. Just kidding. Um, sometimes it's hard to just do like one line. Yeah. You, know? you know, it's like, because again, it's like revving up an engine. So any role, I've just had a lot of screen time because you just, you just get into it. You just care yeah. more, you know? Yeah. Just fun. That movie's great, man. So I got to watch that again. Which one? The uh, Hustle and Flow. Oh. Yeah. I just forgot how dark it was. And it's not that dark, is it? Maybe I'm just too sensitive now, but yeah, maybe back then it wasn't. Hopeful. Yeah, it's hopeful. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. It is. It's a Did good turnaround. Did you ever turnaround. see um, his other movie after that um, with Samuel L. Jackson and Christina Ricci? Yep. Black Sangmon? Yes. That was cool. Oh, I don't think oh I saw God. that. Yeah. That was the same director <laughs> okay. right after that. Oh, I didn't know that. Craig wow. Brewer. Yeah, that was cool. That was heavy. Right? Yeah. I have to check that one out. Just send me that one of your dark list. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you that. have to see that. Yeah. yeah I'll definitely put that And the one about Cleveland, too. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 
And do you have any music out now? Are you working on? Um, I don't have any out right now. Okay. But I have a, a bunch of unreleased songs, but yeah. You think about doing that, releasing them? Um, maybe. I I recent. I man, you know, like those. This has been during COVID, when everyone like, oh, I'm gonna go back to school, or I'm gonna cultivate this, or yeah, this or that. <laughs> I literally like I I I got to a place where I'm like, what do I want to do with? the the latter part of my life mm. like truly like how do i want to how do i want to take this one out you know like got you ride this ride this thing to the wheels fall off and you know and maybe not acting you know this mm-hmm. i learned a lot about how corrupt our business is during yep. this time it really hurt me i was shocked because i haven't experienced a lot of the things that i've been hearing about you know a lot of the i mean i've been through some weird stuff but i've never knock on wood um, never really been through a lot of things that a lot of uh, these women have been through, gotcha. you know. Um, thank goodness, yes. um, you know, and just like and just, just knowing that that there's just a whole like underbelly of it all, oh, yeah. like the swamp. Yeah. And just um, and it's just sad. Yeah. It's sad. It's pretty disturbing. Th- yeah. It's sad to think that something so this entertainment industry that's so dazzling is literally like run by the cia and it's all a big mk ultra mind control programming your mind you know and mm-hmm. just that in in god god forbid you try to talk any try to implement some type of yeah. different thought then you know you're canceled yeah you know just for even being like well did you ever think that maybe blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no <laughs> as if have you ever tried to yeah. flip the food pyramid the other way mm-hmm Think about that one. That's a good one too. <laughs> That's true too. Just flip it upside down. Mm. But yeah, just um, I love acting and everything. But man, I have been left feeling so empty sometimes, and and um, it's like all that. The best part is when on action, and you're just if the role and the writing connects, and you're in that place at that right time, and you transcend and. It, that is the biggest lack of all ego. There's no ego involved, and that yeah. is the utmost freedom. When, because I'm very shy to be honest, but on action and all the monsters, I call them monsters in the cameras. <laughs> there's one monster. There's another. When you can just shut it all out and completely lose yourself, um, which no is, pun intended. <laughs> um, in the go- in a good way though. Yes, yes. So long as you come back. Yeah. Um, that's heaven. Yeah, That's I can imagine. Right. I can't even. You know the drill, like when you're on stage yeah. and you. Yeah. You it's know, be, yeah. it doesn't happen every time, but no. it's, it's enough to keep you hooked. Agreed. You know, I can't wait to go on stage again. It's gonna be magical, emotional, or maybe it's gonna be scary or sketchy or. No, it'll who be knows? magical and emotional. I cannot wait, and man. And exciting. Yeah, just to know that there's something gonna happen soon, like. Of course. We don't have that for a year and a half. It's pretty. I don't know. It's hard to not get depressed a little bit. It's like a climax for the first time in 20 years. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's going to (laughs) be. You have no shows booked in the future right now, right? Uh, Yeah. I mean, for the end of the year, it's like 50 50 chance. But I think the one thing I. From learning about the whole lockdown and everything, and I love music. And I always felt that that's the only thing that it, you know, I have to do. And, you like, know, well, who are you without it? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I realized that there's other things I want to do because of the lockdown. And I think one thing I love about music is the fact that you're able to to give a, 
a piece of yourself. 100%. And, uh, and I think there's other things I, like, learned to give, you know, like, during a lockdown and things like that that I can give to other people that can help. Oh, you know, sweet. Was, that's something that's really I want to do more of. Like, because mm-hmm. you were talking about, like, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. Like, I, there should be a lot of things I could do that can benefit a lot of people or at least help. So from, like, learning the vegan lifestyle, plant-based lifestyle was one thing, like developing a TV show about that and traveling and getting feedback from that is great, you know, from people like, wow, I changed up, you know, like how I'm eating yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit and those things. I'm like, it's like life-changing yeah. and helpful in a way. I was like, man, I really want to pursue this more, you know, like this is something that's great that helps a lot of people, yeah. you know, this positive way of living or thinking, you know, where it's just, has an impact and or just teaching you know teaching people that don't come from a lot that mm-hmm. you know that how to eat that way too because yeah. right. it can be known as to be a very expensive lifestyle right. yeah. but I there's a know, way you know nobody yeah. was teaching me so it's yeah true i mean I, I think that would be beautiful you know and the thing is i have so many things i want to do it's just where right. do you start yeah. mm-hmm. but it was weird because during the pandemic like I loved looking in my studio at my guitars and, oh, and my. Right. I, I just was like, nobody cares. You know what I mean? It, like it, it mm. went the opposite way. Right. Yeah. I just and I went on a complete writer's block and I don't know. It wasn't like depression or anything. It was just like, this is the time to figure out. Because I always knew that I always knew deep down that acting wasn't like my destiny. That there was something bigger. Like this is just, and I'm not putting it down because right. I have yeah. to tread lightly. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, in life, there's lily pads, a frog, yeah. never play frogger, you, just yeah, beep, 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 you know, and th- this is just, this has just been a season in my life. It's been beautiful, yeah. but I don't know if I want to subscribe to mm-hmm. the corruption uh, of this business and, and right. just looking around at all the people it's ruined right. yeah, and this, right. you know, all the sadness and the, and the people that have been so let down, like my brother and just yeah. like, look at you guys, you guys just chew people up and spit them out without a thought in your mind yeah you know it's true and, and just seeing so you know losing friends like Brittany murphy and and other friends that i've had like just you know mm-hmm. you think about what they did to michael jackson like that's one of my heroes like yeah and, and it is and i don't believe the things that they say about them you know and that's a choice and um i think that people people pick on and on people and they, or they see money like what you're yeah. talking about and then they just create problems you know yeah and that dude was sensitive like no wonder he wanted to be put to sleep because he couldn't sleep because he was tormenting all the lies you know and it's just like this business is very very unhealthy at times so because taking better care of myself i'm just like i don't know about you anymore all the way (laughs) you know i don't like you no more you're cool here and there yeah i mean you do a lot i mean yeah new chapter and Mm -hmm. But I think I think you're a great singer too. You have a good voice. I think you should definitely not give up singing. It's probably a good way to vent and get things out for sure for you. Yeah. It's very therapeutic music, you know. Absolutely. I'm glad we have that outlet, you know. <laughs> Do you guys believe in God? It's a great question. Oh. Let me think about my answer. You go first, Derek. I'm <laughs> gonna think about it. Uh, I believe in some type of a God. I don't know if it's the type of God that we're used to hearing about from a Bible or. power that exists around us that's bigger than us you know yeah obviously you know that somehow all this is happening Mm -hmm. you know without our you know i haven't done anything to create this um 
none of us have, but it exists, and I believe that it's something uh, I don't have to fully understand. You know, there's a lot of things in life that I'm not, I'm not going to be able to comprehend, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. So, yeah. I, I definitely feel that, you know, the idea of giving and love and things like that are probably the top of the reason why we're here to really learn how to to give yeah um and i and i've seen how the force of that has an impact on the planet Mm -hmm. it's contagious you know that that love and that giving when you're able to kind of put yourself like i'm nothing and i just want to give you know or like nothing in the sense that you don't have that ego that Mm -hmm. exists around us and i think it's something I, i it's a learning process that i'm going through it's like wow the more i give the better i am at giving to people oh. and, and, and and not thinking so much of my own self and in my head, the better I feel and I feel like that has an impact. You know, I see it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just yeah. like, wow, people, it, it's just it's such a strong energy and I think that's bigger than all of us and so it's some type of God that I feel that exists from that. May I ask you a question? Sure. When you feel like scared or worried or... Uh, hopeless let's say which i'm not insinuating you ever do Do, what do you turn to Hmm. i I guess i turn to that that love of my life it's like wow all the positive things and people that have been there for me you know that's what i think of first Mm. i'm like oh wow well everything's gonna be over and done (laughs) (laughs) you know like at least i had a fantastic you know Memories. Of, uh, so you have uh, grat- a lot of gratitude. Uh, absolutely. I do too. I have oh, a lot of gratitude. I a question about that. Like, so you've been in a position where you're like, oh my God, this is, this is it. Like, on a what, plane? my plane crash? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the JetBlue one. Yeah. Yeah. So what was going on when you're in your head there? Like, mm. like what well, was the scenario? Because I don't know. Were you always like, this. always believed in God your whole life? No, I didn't believe it in God as I know him now. At that, oh, okay. At that point, you know. Oh, okay. At that point now. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't like thinking about that. So what mm. happened? What was the scenario? You got on the plane. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. One one fine day. Yeah, one fine day. We like, took off from Burbank, okay. and what's funny is I'm the worst at this. I changed the flight because it was too early, so I pushed it about an hour. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yep, that's right. You changed the flight. I changed the flight one hour later, and, and that would be the one. And so wow. Where was the flight going? Uh, we were going to New York. It was me and my publicist, also my best friend, because we grew up since seventh grade, and wow. she became. Uh, publicist and so we had each other thank awesome. so you're flying and where were you about when you we took off from burbank airport and um pretty much right you know right when you you know the wheels are up and we're yeah. in the sky you know everyone's oh all the tvs came on because it's jet blue and right. everyone you start seeing everyone's Love watching their programs the yeah everyone's watching their programs and news maybe mtv whatever your preferences yeah. <laughs> you know and all of a sudden um before the pilot came on, I was like, I remember I was looking over to the right and I noticed that there was breaking news on the TV screen. And it was a air and it was a plane in the sky. Wow. And all of our TVs, like, cause it was on every channel. Yeah. Well, it was our plane. What? Wow. Yep. And he comes on and he, he was, he barely said anything, this pilot. Okay. Because, because yeah. he saved our lives. So imagine the stress he was under. But he said that, there was some type of a, a light malfunction and um, that the wheels weren't going up. So they turned, but then they never, you know, like they yep. just stuck the wrong, like that way. And he was explaining this. No, very, you oh, know, okay. like, 
oh, keep you guys calm. Yeah, just, yeah like, hey, whatever that means. But they were looking like, and it's and you see our wheels down on the news and everything, and slowly the you know the rumble around the cabin like that's uh, like we're in serious freaking trouble. Mm. So then he comes back on maybe like twenty minutes later and says um, that it's so ground patrol. My brother, of course, got the whole podcast. Told, <laughs> you know, the ground patrol to, to us was saying, you're fine, proceed to JFK. It's just a light malfunction. And right. he kept saying, for the safety of my passengers, I need to confirm this. And it, this is like a rhetoric, copy, you know, over, in, this went back and forth. He was insistent. So then we flew over Long Beach where they went out yeah. on the watchtower with binoculars. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold... Our wheels were dangling out, and it wasn't a light malfunction. So the landing gear wasn't. Dude. It was stuck. It was stuck. But, but you know, go, you it, it turns. Mm-mm. No. Turns. Turns sideways. So. That'd be so shook. So then we flew around. So then that was that. And we all knew at that point what was happening. And so we flew around for about three or four hours to burn off fuel, like at a low, wow. at a low enough. But they never like. I mean, all the whole time people were going to the bathroom because, you know, when you're nervous, people would need to yeah, use the restroom. Yeah, going crazy. Were people praying? Like- oh, yeah, there's all different types of emotions going on. Oh. It was wild. Um, the lady that was sitting at the window, <laughs> her nervous energy was that she wouldn't stop talking. And she kept talking about her husband's a sailor and he's out at sea. He leaves for a month. He's, just gonna, he's not going to believe this. That... You know, you just, you know what I mean? That was her thing. Nervous chatter, yeah. And then my publicist was listening to the news, which was the most, um, now I know all about sensationalism. Like, well, if they don't die, they'll be badly burned. You know, just how they Mm -hmm. keep you hooked. So I wouldn't listen to that. Um, She was, uh, I think we're going to be all right, Taryn. They talked about foaming the runway. They talked about everything under the sun, what they were going to do. And I just remember the time when we were about to land, and yeah. and that was that, and yeah. it was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I don't know if you ever had to go in like the brace position. No. Oh, it's a whole thing, and they go brace, brace, yeah, like, brace, brace. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> they they chant, <laughs> and you can choose either back or down, and you know how they give you that I've little that, that little pillow. Wow. I took mine and put it in the the front, <laughs> in case my head bumped. But as soon as we started landing, it caught on fire. All you could smell was smoke and, wow. and i thought that was that we we're gonna explode like that i mean that was that scary but then it stopped oh you can see it all on youtube it's okay. legit and then it stopped and then we were alive and it was people like yeah! oh yeah oh yeah it was a huge it was like dodger stadium and everyone's hugging oh and my god it was it was amazing they, they even put the slides down and we slid oh down there, people probably praying all that stuff it was wild were you thinking it Fly? I'm gonna be doing this more. Or- um, I remember not ever being scared to fly again. Wow, After man, that, yes, I was like, "You can't go through this twice." Yeah, so I remember I, that. That, that. Would, that would be one thing I would <laughs> yeah. definitely be thinking. In my scientific mind was like, "Well, the chances of this happening again to me are like." Yep, I remember. Um, my friend. I remember. I'll never forget how positive she remained the whole time, mm. and, and how that stuck with me. And just what a beautiful. If it wasn't for Jen and her positivity, like I was. Oh man, I I was very scared. Tripping, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, sad. Yeah. I was really sad. 
Because I just couldn't believe I was going to die like that. Um, And so I wrote notes to my grandma, my mom, my boyfriend at the time. Wow. I was just sad because I was just like newly in love and just like, I just couldn't believe I was going to die like that. It's not like I was naked. I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't like her. Mm -hmm. Just sad and scared. But I'll never forget. At one point, I looked back and about like eight rows back, an old, old man went and he gave me a thumbs up. And he must have been like 90. And I just remember like, you know, just feeling yeah, better. Just, so awesome. It was really sweet. And I'll never forget him for that. Because it really, like, you know, he's like, yeah, awesome. it was sweet. Yeah. Wow, man. Wow. That's an incredible story. So you weren't thinking about God or nothing at that point? Yeah. Not the way I would now. I, yeah. Yeah. And what made you feel uh, the way that you do about now? religion? Yeah. I mean, I grew up religious. It just, Me too. I grew up a different religion mm. than I am now. Mm. And um, that's a whole other, I mean, that could be a whole other <laughs> podcast. <laughs> In and of so itself. there was like a, it was an event or something or no no it was just um you know playing so many christians so many by default i was gonna say christian oh, wow. no. having you know learning the bible by default being like again oh, yeah like so wow, so really? so mad at it so just yeah. like this again i can't believe this like so you know but but not but not knowing and then i always say that like and, and i do believe in jesus mm-hmm. so um, I say that, you know, the way that he presents himself is very tender. You know, he's always there waiting for when you're ready. And that was, to me, all the roles I played and all that was just his, him, like, just nudging, like, whenever you're ready, I'm, I've, oh, I'm here and I've always been here. Wow. And when, I'll never forget the day that I accepted, accepted him into my life. And, I mean, it was like no drug I've ever done, no Right. Sex I've ever, I mean, the, the, the chills from my toes to my head to my head to my, t- and, and I don't even really care. Like some people, you know, every, it, everyone has a different relationship with, with religion and yeah. you don't have to be religious to believe in God. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it changed my life. It changed my, the person that I am. It changed the way I look at everything. I don't feel so alone. I feel like I have a built in friend at all times. Wow. And it's just, it's just for me, it changed my life a hundred percent, you know, and it's just no, talk about no turning back. You yeah. Know? And that's just that. It's not anything I would ever mm-hmm. go around preaching about, but you know, just. I love that. It's important yeah, it's to wonderful. me. It's important to yeah, me. Yeah. I, I was raised and Catholic. You? I was raised Catholic. <laughs> I was an altar boy. I did my first communion. I did uh, whatever all that stuff is. My mom made us all be like uh, altar boys. We got forced to do it so much. Church every Sunday. And then kind of after my dad died, my mom got really crazy with going to church and really forcing us on us. And I think we kind of just rebelled. Then we got to punk rock and skateboarding. And we weren't like fuck God or anything or like anti-religious, but we just kind of like went away from it, you know? Mm-hmm. When it's forced, I've noticed that a lot when it's forced upon It's down like my throat. That. Yeah. And then like, I remember one time we, we came home and my brother had made a sign and he said there is no, something like F God or there's no God. Cause he was, he was so tight to my dad and just right after he died, he put us he put like a poster like on a tree or something to God to read or something. He was so heartbroken because like if there's a God, how can we take our dad away? Like kind of like that, I guess. Um, I definitely think there's some, some, there's a higher power. I definitely think that this pandemic is not just mother nature or just some higher power putting us all in kind of check how we've raped and pillaged this fucking planet in the way we destroy and mm-hmm. take advantage of everything on it. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. this is kind of like a timeout for us by some higher power. I'm not saying it's a God or a guy in a beard, all that. In my whole life, I've, I've struggled with that, like, um, that one person, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
And then like I see like all the different religions who are like, are you anti-abortion or you're anti-gay or you're this and that. And it's like, if you guys, if this is about loving everyone equally, I don't understand why there's different religions that are anti these things. I thought this one person, this one supposed person is about everybody, animals and all of us together and unity and love. You know what I'm saying? There's, and there's other parts of religion that's like, like just yeah, anti-gay, just all that stuff. It kind of, kind of bum me out. I don't know. Well, there's like super secular, you know. Yeah. Religious, but as far as like you know, abortion. I mean, I I think that God doesn't ever love his the innocent messed with. You know, because mm-hmm. they don't deserve that. But, um, it's just one of the. I don't think it's like a guy in a beard. I mean, yeah. You know, it's, it's the Holy Spirit. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's I know. The, I, it's the universal. It's it's it's. You look around and it, he's everywhere. You know, yeah. he's within you. He's within us you know and it's like yeah i don't like when people get very you know rules you know yeah it seems they have their own they have their own version of their own god who my god thinks you know there shouldn't be gay people or my god thinks this but isn't it supposed to be like one for unified for the whole i don't know because he made us in his image you know he made mm -hmm. you just the way you're meant to be yeah i do feel like my dad's watch somebody's watched over me my whole life a hundred percent, whether it's my dad or somebody, I feel like that. Me and my brothers, for sure, yeah. and my mom. You know what I mean? Because she busted her ass to raise us, and I was thinking this the other day. we turned out pretty good, I guess. I don't know. Those people that have died, who are part of your family in the past, can hear your thoughts, hmm. or they just kind of see what we're we're doing, and if we speak out loud, like, I think it's like ESP. yeah. I mean, I would say I would say that they're very advanced, advanced. Souls, yeah. Right. Mm. Like to read your thoughts, but wow, your thoughts. Yeah. Why you? Why? Why? Why you think that? I don't know. It was something that popped in my head. I was sitting there. I was thinking, like, if I was like, you know, like, yeah, Dad, thanks. You know, I said that out loud. If they were like, oh, they Aww. got a shout out. You know? like, <laughs> they finally said my name. Like, oh, I love that. I so know, awesome. I don't know if it was like in my head. Like, if I know thinking, that they do like to be acknowledged. Right. They do like to be lifted. And, and mentioned. Yeah. yeah. My mom had this weird thing like after my dad died, she saw my my mom kept my mom kept seeing my dad in her bedroom to the point my mom like got rid of her bed, slept on the couch, had a stay she's freaking out. She kept seeing my dad for the first couple wow. months, like seeing him in her fucking room, dude. Wow. Yeah. What was he what was he doing? Just looking at her and stuff. She, I, I never knew it till I had her in my podcast. She told me that she started crying. My mom told me all about it, but it was like he would be at her end of her wow. bed and shit. So she like Kind of freaked out. It's intense, man. That's so crazy you said that because I always told my dad, Dad, listen, <laughs> when you come to me, don't do the thing where you stand at the end of my bed <laughs> and scare me. Yeah. Please don't don't be the don't be the guy in white walking out of the ocean through the mist. Like come to mm. me in a way that I understand. Yeah. He's never come in no dream, nothing. But he did one fine day and it was amazing he did it just right and it's wild i was texting my mom along i was sharing something with her mm-hmm. that i didn't do back then like because we had a little bit of a period of estrangement but i was just sharing with her like i was at this um this place called ohi which is like a health clinic like you get colonics and mm-hmm. you know you eat you know you're just, let's get a clinic together i got one it's yes! awesome oh, go ahead, go ahead. this is real <laughs> Um, and I was, I was like sharing with my mom what, you know, how the three weeks have been. And when you cleanse like that, you have more hearing, better eyesight, yeah. taste. So all my senses were heightened. So I just feel like I was like working out of my pineal gland or something. And I remember I just paused. Um, you know, I must have been like, all right, you know, I love you. And, and I remember I was going to come back, but I went to the bathroom. 
and I picked up my phone to proceed and it was like weird funky spaces and it just said love dad whoa, whoa man I just got goosebumps and man that, and that's how it happened and I, wow, and I just went man. I just went nice dad like you did it in just a way that I could understand and you comprehend you didn't scare me but it was so it was insane you guys like I'll wow, never man. ever forget wow <laughs> when was that that was probably like uh was the last time maybe that just fucked me up three or four years that's made me emotional but it was like it tripped me out a little bit it was not like wow it was like random spaces like glitchy and then love dad yeah and i was like wow man because they do come you know i think they do have the power to sort of come to us they're watching right now and that's the thing like none of us have died to know what happens after you know my guitar player died for a couple of seconds he saw the light Rusty he did? did he got shot with a shotgun yeah wow. he, he lived and but Jeez. like to go there and know am i really going to go through am i be with my dad chilling my grandparents biggie smalls like we'll be all be up there like having like, a concert of a lifetime up there tupac like is there gonna be like a place where everybody's chilling like we're we gonna go there we're gonna be up there I don't know. At least okay, my, that is a lot. Okay, of forget about Biggie. Okay, wow. or, or Prince. That would be sick. Oh yeah. Okay, but 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 my my dad, like I go and obviously he hugs me. Like yes, dude. What did your friend see when he passed? I think we should. I think Russ just saw like a crazy light. Man, his whole life flashed through his whole so fast. Everything is childhood up into this moment. That's what they say that when you pass, like you get like a like a movie played in a sense yeah. of your life. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. But that. he was like 14, so he really lived that long <laughs> up until that point. But. <laughs> oh no! Oh, you were watching yeah, me. Yeah. That's. Funny. I don't know. It's tripped up because we we don't we don't know. We haven't been there and saw and came back and say hey, it was like this. So that's like your whole life. You think about. Well, am I, is there heaven hell? Where am I gonna go? Like, am I a good person? You know what I mean? Like, I don't. Who knows? Who, do we do we just shut off? Like, we're we're dead and we shut off. That's it. My brother is an atheist. Oh wow. Gnarly and um, <laughs> it's scary. It's scary. Gnarly, yeah. He goes, Taryn, thinking that you're gonna see dad again or your loved one, loved one again, is just a coping mechanism. What? Like, and I'm like, he's so smart that I'm like. Maybe he's right. You know what I mean? But yeah. he believes that when you pass, it's just, and that the white light is just a chemical you secrete out of your brain what? to make dying easier and that you just go to the ground. Wow. But I refuse, but at the same... I find that hard to believe. Just because it's such a, I don't know, like when I was watching this documentary about the reenactment, or actually the... Oh. Guys and I went to astronauts and went to space. They went to the moon. Which one? Um, well, the one from Ohio, uh, Glenn. Uh, God, I can't even remember his name. But uh, they're describing just because there's certain conspiracy theories that, that they never went to the moon or something. They, they went there. Um, yeah. Their description wow. of like being on the moon and looking at Earth. Mm-hmm. The first human beings like to be able to do that and wow. to see the earth from that perspective. The way they describe it, it was, and, and being on the moon, they're like, look, it's complete blackness, you know, that you're looking out into like the universe there and the world. And then you just see this planet glowing like blue and green of just light. The only light you see in all this complete darkness. And on the moon, they're like, the feeling of just, it was just so dead. 
lifelessness, like like nothing, you know, absolutely nothing living, mm. moving, or anything there. And it was just to see it just floating in the sky or in the in the universe, mm-hmm. like in space like that. Yeah, they said it was something that was just so remarkable. Yeah. Like there, it's just is so incredible and so unique. You know, out of Dang. all the million planets and things that are happening, like this one that's creating this type of reality that we're all so feeling. Cool. It's just like they're like there is something out there, and wow. it, 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 and also at the same time, you know, I believe there's other places that can be out there because <laughs> this is so massive. But this is I a very mean. unique and special time that we're here. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. You can't debate that with me. Yeah, you know, it's just, there's so much beauty on this planet from life and animals and things growing and the, the cycle mm-hmm. that happens. I'm like, come on, know. you know, there's a there's a there's a system that's going on here. You know, there's something, a reason why all this is happening. Yep. You know, I just find out wow. that it's just like. It's just, right. It's like, yeah, like, can you imagine? We got real deep. Yeah. I, like I used to see this um, Buddhist guru that would say, Tarin, if the earth can dangle, like, if the earth can dangle in the sky, right, and be so supported, it makes you think you're not supported. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, that thing's just up. We're just, yeah. you know, like, it's, it's, it's a great like, point, man. Who, who yeah, are we to think true. that, yeah. you know, we're not taken care of and supported and handled and there's not so much yeah. abundance. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you loved it. We got super deep. Um wow. Well I appreciate you being here. Um meeting you, hanging out with you in real life. I feel like now we're all friends. Um I appreciate you. It's really nice yeah. having you here. Getting to know you and appreciate your time. Thank you. You're welcome. You as well. Thanks for having me. And thank you so much for sharing all those deep thoughts about your family, your dad and brothers yeah. and you too about everything that you've shared today. It means a lot. Uh, yeah, this is like a therapy for pretty much today. <laughs> a little therapeutic. Uh, I can't wait to see what you're working on next and all your stuff that's coming out. Looking forward to that. It's awesome. Thank you for being here too as well. Yeah. Um, we, covered, we covered everything, right? We did a lot. <laughs> we covered everything. <laughs> I believe so. Two hours and 21 minutes. Yeah. Oh boy. You have another podcast now? Yeah, I'm running late, but it's okay. Um, all right, well, thank you so much, um, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. Hoo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> that was Hoo-hoo. awesome. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Um, please rate, review, uh, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, please do that. And whatever platform you are listening to this on, I'm glad you found me. You can rate me and review me on there also. So thank you guys sincerely for the support. I cannot wait for you guys to the next one.